So, last time on Trendsetters, uh, the Trendsetters reached Deco City, where they... We did basically nothing. Not uh, pictured here. <laughs> where they found out that, um, that Coyote Man has been missing for, like, a month. So they did some crime busting to get the attention of Sparrow, Coyote Man's sidekick. Well, we were trying to get the attention of Coyote Man. Well, we didn't yeah. know about the Coyote Man being missing until then. Yeah. Um, so they got the attention of Sparrow, who basically told them, hey, there's this, uh, there's this supervillain, Blue Bandit. He's been fucking running the city roughshod for a while now and Kylie Man basically went underground and nobody's been in contact with him for a month in order to beat him. And so you all managed to convince Sparrow to take you to the Coyote's den in order to research where the black site is. And it was at that point, like, dawn broke and things were happening mostly um, time-sensitive things involving Robin and Felix, so they were going to rest up for those before tonight. And I believe that's it. Unless I'm missing something. Megalad and Zero coordinate, well, asked the Vizier to put together some kind of spell to pull out like half of Gary's powers and stick them into a box so that Xerox couldn't copy them if they ever ran into each other. Right. Yes. And so Vizier is working on that. It's going to take a couple of days. And Megalad is helping? Question mark in some capacity. That's why Namtab's not here. Yes, and not the other way around. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not sleep-deprived, I'm method-acting. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, we all know how uh, Felix is spending his day before his date. What's everyone else doing? I mean, honestly, same. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, I've been up all day and all night, and I'm a human what needs to sleep, so I'm going to fucking bed. Why don't you just transfer the aspect of tiredness to some other poor schmuck? Because that's rude, and I'm sleep-deprived, and I don't want to fuck it up and, like, kill somebody. <laughs> okay. First point, you you could pick, like, a total jerk. Uh, second point is valid, and I will not contest. I'm sure now you don't want to kill anybody. I see how it is. Shut up. (laughs) What if we just all make, what if we just like transfer the aspect of tiredness all at once, all from all of us into Xerox? And he just, and she just has to take a nap. Like right there. (laughs) And we beat her. Projectile narcolepsy. What's, uh, what are Penny or Zero up to today? Yeah. Well, I don't need to sleep because I've got the sort of surplus nanites uh, so that I can just sort of recharge in phases over the day. Which means I'm out there patrolling as usual. 
Alright. Uh, so... Go ahead and roll me... I think notice would work best to see if you can spot anything. Okay. That's a two. That's a two. That's fair. Um, despite it being the middle of the day, you do see a convenience store. Like, some of its lights are flickering in an odd manner. They need to change their light bulbs. I'm on it. Alright. Does it correspond with Morse? No, it does not correspond with Morse. It corresponds with, it looks like something is... It looks like this shop is not getting enough power to maintain its lights, but it's the only one on the block. Like, so if if it was like a transistor or something, it would probably affect more buildings. It's just this one specific building for right now. I think you mean transformer, and I go down to investigate. Uh, when you get down there, you see that the store is like a complete mess. There's like ships and drinks like scattered everywhere um and the the cashier behind the counter is just like sort of like backed up against the wall as far as he can and just like is looking over at something and when you look over at that something you see a humanoid figure that looks like it's been built out of a ton of spare parts like there's like maybe some car door there's probably there's like some just discarded sheet metal and it's connected to the uh breaker box and it's just like got its claws stuck in there and it's draining it and it looks like the vampire but it's just like built out of a bunch of different spare parts how active has the Rampire been over the past several years. Uh, this is the first time you've seen the Rampire active since your first encounter with it. Curious. If I were to ask you what the Rampire is, should I assume that you know? Uh, are you asking the store clerk? No, I'm asking the, the robot. Oh, okay. Um... When it hears your voice, it's, it just tw- turns its head, still absorbing the energy. And it just makes like a horrible scream that sort of sounds like, you know, metal scraping against metal combined with a modem and just sort of like lurches at you. It doesn't seem to have like much of a greater in- intelligence. It seems like it's just basically acting on basic programming for now. So it's just lurching towards you. Are you independently sapiens, or some sort of essential construct built to obtain and retrieve energy and resources? If you uh, do not answer, I will find out for myself. <laughs> it it takes a swing at you. It's going to take a fucking swing at you. Uh, it's it is acting on the robotic equivalent of instinct here. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll fight programming. Huh. Huh. Well, it gets a negative two. And you get and a, I seven. Got a seven. So it just sort of like. It does that thing where it just like keeps making swings over and over again despite the fact that it's ineffective. And you're just sort of standing there. So, um, just a bit of bookkeeping here. 
if you would get a success with style on defending, you get a boost. Oh, okay. Can, can I get a few? <laughs> no, you can't get two. There's no mega success with style. Because... <laughs> I don't know, a difference of nine seems like it should be commemorated in some way. (laughs) At a difference of nine, I feel like the Rampire's city spot-wielded arm should just break apart. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, at some point, like, one of of the swipes, um, it just swipes too hard, and one of the hands just completely flies off. Just torn to shreds. It still keeps going with the stump in his other hand, though. If I were the sort of being to assign judgments and emotions. I would deem this pathetic. (laughs) As it is, I have no time. And I just reach out my hand to grab its head and just sort of invade its programming to just figure out what makes this thing tick. Okay. That sounds... God, what would we even use for that? I could use engineering, not trying to uh, damage it. Yeah, sure, and it will uh, roll will Here's a spoiler. It doesn't have will. You gotta beat it too. I do. You do? Um, the only thing that you can really get out of it as far as memories are concerned is- Actually, I'd like like to spend the boost to succeed with style and get the whole thing. Okay, all right. Like uh, trace back the signal origin. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the ability to trace back the signal origin. Uh, it is was coming from Alden. No telling if it's still coming there or not, since this thing is acting mostly independently by, by now, but it was built in Alden. And you can definitely see that its earliest memories are of that waking up and looking at another more complete and better built vampire. All right. So, uh, at that point, I would just sort of like to hoist it up, uh, turn to the uh, person behind the counter and say, I apologize for this disruption of business hours. I will be going and taking this with me. He's like, okay, yes, sure. Please get it out of here so I can start cleaning up. Thank you. In this capitalist hellscape, I have to stay at at my job even even though I'm clearly traumatized or I'll get fired. Sadly, I have nothing to uh, yeah. add to that. <laughs> but yes, I I go off and uh, fly to the factory of origin. The entire time the the vampire spawn is just like throwing what can equate to as a hissy fit. It is just trying to make swipes at you that are completely ineffective. Um, and by the time you get to the signal of origin uh it there's nothing there the vampire that made this seems to be somewhat smarter than the last one so it basically skedaddled after making one or two of these things at most all right well the original one was built by a company to make a point so this one is obviously in business for itself Nevertheless, I will disassemble the uh, assembled pieces, and uh, I would also like to just sort of deactivate the programming. I have determined that this thing is nothing resembling Sapien, right? Correct. 
All right, so I, I just wipe the programming so that if and when it is reactivated, uh, it will say, I have found your mess, and I will be cleaning it up shortly. But only if it's activated. Okay. All right. So, that was fun. Penny, what's going on? Oh, you know, nothing big. Between uh, power naps, working on devices, and getting ready for business appointments, mm-hmm. uh, Penny hasn't. Or Penny hasn't like gotten a ton of sleep, but she's functional. Okay. Power napping in this case mostly just means like the actual Penny goes to sleep rather than uh, the body, because that doesn't make any sense, because sleep is kind of like a brain process. Anyway. So, what are you building? Like, what what devices are you building? Tell me... I'm sorry, I have to... I'm sorry, Colin, but I have to ask, what happens to all the proxies when Penny Prime goes to bed? Uh, they go to bed also. Okay. Okay. But like, do you have to time it so that they're all in locations where they can go to bed, or is this just like one of them's in a meeting and just like nap and just drops? No, I I time it. Like, okay. why would I go to? Why would I purposely go to sleep when I have think when I'm doing other things? That was my question. So it, if it does happen, it is because Penny herself would have fallen asleep at that meeting if she were there. Oh, yes, totally. There are times when Penny has fallen asleep on accident from staying up too late. Like, staying up for too long. I guess time is kind of nebulous when you live in space. Anyway. Uh, anyway, what, what are you building? Tell me what you're working on. Um, I'm making a, like, a drone of some sort. It's a, uh... It's a little four-legged drone that uh, I can use to remotely interface with any, with like mechanical devices, electronic and mechanical devices. It's got a, it's got some features. Uh, one of them is a small welding torch, so that uh, I can use it to like fuse doors shut if I need to. I figure, I figure I should use my technological know-how to. Uh, to do some things. Okay. You made uh, your own little R2-D2. That's adorable. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll um, roll craft to see like if anything interesting happens. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I got a seven. You got a seven. Wow. Okay. So, um, you know, crafts is kind of my second best skill. Yeah. So... You know what? With a seven, I'll say that uh, as you're like testing it out, you have like a flash of inspiration, and like you like when it go- when you take it through one uh, like test, you immediately turn it off, go to work on it, uh, and now it is basically twice as efficient, so uh, uh, that is essentially me saying I'm going to give you a boost to 
use that whenever uh, whenever you use it next time. And let don't me... boosts usually only last for a scene, though. Well, okay, then um, let's. I mean, how about this? I was planning on making multiples, so I just have two of them for right now, at the very least. You can make an aspect and give it one free use. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there's. Yeah. That I didn't mean boost. I meant aspect. So I'll give you an aspect. I'm going to write, write that down in the um, aspects in play. So target is Penny. Aspect name is improved drone. I might have to like make that into a stunt or something later. I'm not sure. And uh, put in until use for aspect duration. All right. Yeah, these things aren't like big. They're like crap sized. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. All right. So then it starts getting fairly late. We will say that it just, between you building those and uh, Nikolai going on patrol is getting fairly late and we'll go to the people who slept all day for health related reasons. Who wants to go first? I'll take it. All right, sure. So let me think here. I presume Calvert would have sent me a timetable on this event. Correct. When is it projected to start? When is it projected to end? It's like a sort of a dinner thing combined with like a little um, like a little fundraising thing. So we'll say it's projected to start around six and projected to end nine, ten ish. Yeah, that's that should be perfectly fine with uh, our plans to invade the Batcave tonight. Figured that's going to be like an 11 p.m. midnight starting time kind of deal. Yeah, probably. So with that in mind, shower, eat a little bit of food, get dressed. All right, and what's the response you send to Calvert? Because I don't think you've... I think you gave him tentative yes. Yeah. Uh, it'll just be, you know... The timetable you gave me looks good. I'll be there. All right. Um, he asks basically through text, like, if... Uh, are you just going to show up there, or do you want to... Um, or do you want to arrive with me? I mean, I'm his plus one, so I'll tell him that it's up to him. All right. He says arriving with him is fine. Uh, and he also does say dress nice. Although, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So what are you dressing up in? Just so that we know what you look like. So go on. And, uh... In contrast to the formal wear that I did in the casino, I'm going for something uh, a little more mask cut to it. Vest, long white, dress shirt, tie, uh, black slacks, black leather dress shoes, hair slicked back pretty tight. All right. Sounds good. So then, Sundog, uh, 
you wake up. How are you dressing for for this? Uh, okay. I feel that I feel like Sess had to attend like charity things, events before, and as a result, he owns exactly one nice suit. One, you know, three-button uh, tailored and fitted suit. And okay. that's basically uh, anytime he has to go anywhere slightly fancy, that's it. I mean, that's fair. That's 100% fair to just own one nice suit. Why would you need to own two? Yeah. It's not, not like you're doing this kind of shit two days in a row. So, uh, are you meeting Tiffany there, or are you going to... Um, arrange a, a spot so that way you can two can arrive together. Well, if we're going together, we should arrive together. Alright. Uh, so where are you meeting her? I feel like she's gonna have the nicer car between the two of us. <laughs> so I will meet her. I will go... T- I will head to her house, and we will travel from there. Alright. Uh, she lives in an apartment in Buffalo, so she's not gonna have to, like, travel too far uh so when you get to her apartment building like you buzz for her um you buzz for her apartment and um after a couple minutes she comes down and she's wearing a fairly like nice dress that like goes down to about her ankles and she's got like those long gloves that like go like stop like right above the elbow and she's got the um duffe like wolf neck uh, brace thing, but it's choker. not as choker. There we go. Um, and she got, uh, and she's wearing like earrings and she's got like makeup on. And she goes, Hey, how's it going? Don't you look nice? Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, for me, it's going, going, it's going well. I could have gotten more sleep. I've been running around all over the place as of recent, but. Can't complain. Superhero stuff again? Oh, absolutely. Fortunately, my travel budget is, you know, it's all covered. It's it's taken care of. I don't have to worry about that. All right, yeah. Uh, so she will, like, lead you to her car and, like, open up the passenger side for you. And it is a fairly nice car. It's not, like, super duper, like, rich people car but is it is also like a fairly nice car i don't know cars so i don't know like what a nice car that isn't like super gaudy would be probably one of the european uh, luxury brands yeah uh, probably listen i own a camry i know what a camry is i have a subaru <laughs> so she will drive you to the to the event it's a skyscraper that's constructed in sets of like, I don't know, like every couple of floors, a new ridge is formed. And then the spire at the top is just like lit up in all sorts of colors. And this picture, it's white, but like it can cycle through like different colors, like red and green and such like that. And she gets in, she shows the invitations, introduces you as her plus one and you guys basically head to the top and not too far behind uh calvert and robin up here uh calvert is decked out in the fucking regalia 
he is 100% coming as the Silver Skeleton. I gave him shit about it the whole way here. He did not react the entire time. One of those lights is going to hit his costume and blind half the party goers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the disco ball is broken. Whatever shall we... Wait! <laughs> She just sort of like stands in the middle of the party, just looking very unhappy, just like arms <laughs> crossed and everything. Yeah, Slowly spin. rotating. <laughs> he goes outside, one of the spotlights hit him, and half the city superheroes show up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a coyote signal. <laughs> but what is it doing here? Hey, it's in Hey, it's safe to do it in this city at least. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's an it's a nice uh, like event. There's plenty of space to like walk around and uh, and like talk to people. And uh, they and there's refreshments being served. There's uh, food. There's some light alcohol. Uh, there is also an open bar for people who want harder stuff. There's also like a big banner that's like. Um, saying it's like the fourth annual Halcyon City uh, charity gala or whatever. Only fourth annual, because rich people are fucks. It's true, they are fucks. Yeah. I believe I also invited myself to this party to provide Sundog with some backup. You did, yes. But I will say that I will be running late because I have to follow up on this vampire nonsense first. You just casually drop the fact that the vampire's back and you don't even elaborate. Group chat. Yeah. Who the fuck is the vampire? Oh, I forgot about that guy until like just now. <laughs> A bad publicity stunt. It appears to have gone rogue. Again. Anyway, uh, I'll say that Felix got there uh, first. So, Felix, to your surprise, in walks the silver fucking skeleton and like, right next to him. You know that person. That person's Robin. You know that person. Huh. Didn't expect that one. Um, okay, that over there, that's uh, Wesley Calvert. Um, I'm sure you recognize him as a silver skeleton. Uh, and yeah. On his arm there is Robin Steiner, one of my teammates. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's interesting. We ought to go over and say hello, because if they come over to say hello first, it's going to be awkward. And <laughs> You know what? I was just thinking. I was honestly just thinking that we should. Get, all right, let's go. Uh, and she will walk with you. What are you? What are you two doing here? I was invited. Robin's my plus one. Well, it'll be a little less. Uh, uh, what is the word? Lonely? Not lonely. Unfamiliar, I don't know. Awkward? No, it's that now. (laughs) Yeah, I guess unfamiliar is the best one I can get. It'll be a little less unfamiliar with you two around here. I've been to these things before, and it's always fun trying to make nice with people you don't know and do not relate to in any way. Oh, that makes one of us. That has been a major part of my life. Oh, uh... 
Robin Calvert, this is uh, Tiffany. Uh, she goes, pleased to meet you both, and she'll shake Calvert's hand, uh, and then she'll reach to shake yours, Robin. Oh. Okay, so I take it, mm-hmm. and I shake her hand. Mm-hmm. Handshake goes on a little bit too long, and I got kind of like a blank look on my face. Uh, she goes, I've I've been told by Felix, yes, I do look exactly like Francisco Dolphe. Blink a couple times, shake my head. It's, um... Yeah, okay, so... You ever had that... You ever had one of those moments where... Robin, you're like, still shaking your hand. <laughs> Sorry. You ever had one of those moments where, like, a thought appears in your head and you get ready to voice it because, like, yeah, I'm surrounded by people I know and who like me. And then, like, right when it gets into your throat, you realize, no, actually, I'm surrounded by strangers and this kind of thought needs to stay in my head. I just did yes. that, like, 12 times. I am familiar with that sensation, yes. And then I usually do it anyway. Tiffany just sort of, like, looks at you the entire time you go through that, and she's like, I think I know what you're getting at, honestly. Okay, you maybe understand the the sensation. Definitely don't know what was in my head just now. I can guess. I'm not gonna say it, but I can guess. <laughs> yeah. I know it might be a little weird to be talking to someone who looks like the last time you saw them, they were probably trying to kill you. Okay, the last time I saw Francisca de Fay, I fucking basketball spiked the back of her head into the concrete. I came out on the good side of that transaction. I'm cool there. I'm gonna go get some drinks. <laughs> I'm thirsty. Is anyone else thirsty? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna... Uh, punch. Drink. <laughs> Fuck, fucking reach up and muss his hair just a little bit I know, I know I'm, okay, I'm going to rein it in, I promise appreciate that um, after you walk away and like, uh, Tiffany's gonna go join you Sundog, but real quick after they walk away, Calvert just goes I don't know why you find it so weird I meet people who, I re-meet people who want to kill me at least twice a week no, okay, no that wasn't it at all. Okay. Praise be that they're out of earshot now. Like, the first thing that came into mind is, as we were shaking hand was, you were a lot hotter when I knew for a fact you would slit my throat in my sleep. That does line up with everything I know about you. Yes. So, trying not to let that out in front of the relevant parties. <laughs> So, Tiffany's with uh, with Felix, get, uh, getting drinks and goes. So they seem nice. Yeah, it's they can be a little intense, raced by supervillains. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would make anyone. I don't have any intense. qualms about like voicing exactly how they feel, which is endearing a lot of times, and then it's bad sometimes. It's also the first time I've met Wesley Calvert in person, and... He's actually very nice once you get to know him. Honestly, I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I, I get why you think that. He kind of projects a tallness. 
it's like it's, he's not much shorter than I thought he would be, but like still, just maybe another couple inches, and I it would have lined up with exactly what I was thinking. It's like a lot of it is attitude, and you just kind of like mentally, you like your mental image of him is that he's much taller than he is because he's more assertive than you uh, would expect, and so mm-hmm. you just kind of like make him more intimidating in your mind, and then your mind's eye reflects what you see, and it's it's weird. He's a very nice guy, once you get past, like, the whole everything. Uh, underneath that crunchy exterior lies a caramel heart of gold. Uh, she looks directly over at him, uh, and he's just sort of, like, standing there with his hands behind his back, uh, and she's like, I'll have to take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and, uh, just be careful around spotlights with him, too. All right. If uh, if Nikolai wants to arrive at the mo- now to uh... all right. At this point, I they announced my arrival, and uh, rather than wearing the superhero costume, I am wearing a suit of crushed red velvet, white shirt, purple tie. Hmm. Are you trying to look like a second chance society person? No, the the cut and the exact color is different. It's just that the, the sort of uh, warm edge of the rainbow shades complement uh, Nikolai's uh, skin complexion. Right on. Okay. I'm a fucking just like no restraint over the crowd. Just the the single get your attention whistle. Wave it, Nikolai as it walks in. Not in your direction, and uh, once I've uh, paid my compliments to the host, as politeness dictates, I come over your way. So, did you? Do you have a plus one, or are you your own plus one? I am multitudinous, but I did not bring anyone else. I am Legion. Felix is here, by the way. Why are you here? Like, you know, not knocking your presence or anything, but like... Social gatherings such as this one are sometimes required in order to encourage those who have wealth to donate it to positive causes. The reason I am here in this case is because I knew I could get an invitation, and I asked Felix if he would want some backup at this event. He said yes, and so I have arrived. Is... Okay, backup means something very specific in our line of work. Is there something I should know? Not yet. Okay. If everything goes well, then all I will be required to do is grease palms? You got that right. Why are you here? Oh, I'm this one's plus one. Calvert looks directly at you and just nods. Noted. Can you believe that he is still in armor? Yes. (sighs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm most comfortable in it. I'm assuming moments like this are why you cut it into the shape of a business suit. Got it in one. Okay, well, if you're here for Felix, he's... And I, like, stand up on my tiptoes, and I'm still too short. Uh, <laughs> in here somewhere. 
I'm also somewhat short because Nikolai is intentionally at the precise average height of the of a human being. But instead of standing up, I just extend my legs a bit, get taller, and then go back to short. I see. I will speak with him. See how he is doing. Uh, it's at this point, uh, Tiffany has found uh, someone else that she knows and uh, is introducing Felix to them. Uh, so she goes, Felix, I'd like you to meet my uncle, uh, Tony Lehman. And Tony goes, I know who Mr. Delarue is already. Oh, this son of a bitch. Hi, Tony. Hello, Mr. Delarue. How's everything at home? Going pretty good. How's everything going in? And then he looks, he looks at Tiffany and just sort of sighs and goes, how's everything in your line of work? Yeah, the usual. Could be better, could be worse. Hmm. Uh, and Tiffany just sort of gives Tony a look that just says, be nicer. And he goes, well, for what it's worth, for what you are, your group in particular does good work. You, Tony, that's nice to hear. Mm. Uh, so it's at this point, Nikolai can come over. I am also positive to hear that our activities have been successful. Zero, when'd you get in? Didn't see you coming. Only recently. I have been delayed due to work. Tiffany goes, zero, zero. Oh, you're the, um, you're the nanite colony, right? Yes. Hi, I'm Tiffany. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Tiffany then leans in and is like, I don't know how to make conversation with this, with a moving colony of nanites. Zero does a pretty good job of uh, emulating human behavior. Just, you know, make casual conversation with, with them like you would anyone else. Okay. Uh, so, Nikolai, um, what did you get up to today? Since this morning, I have been patrolling the city and located, as it were, a ghost of the past. A seemingly defeated supervillain has been making a resurgence. Which one? The Rampire. I haven't thought about that guy in years. Remember there was a whole thing with the mind control? It was like a whole publicity stunt by- what was that company? The company was named Weather Evolved. However, it has since been sold, dismantled, and incorporated into my parent company. As such, I believe this vampire is rogue in some way. You think it's like the same one, or is it just something imitating it? My initial hypothesis is that one of the programmers who was fired during the consolidation uh, has decided to rebuild. However, we are not here to talk about work. Well, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when it comes up. Uh, you know Detective Lehman over there? We have crossed paths from time to time. 
And I see that yeah, Robbins and Calvert are here. I imagine you've talked to them already. Yes, they waved me over initially. And that concludes the list of people I know here. To be fair, you do know quite a bit of people here. That concludes the list of people I'm on a first-name basis with here. Hmm. Actually, I'm not even on the first-name basis with... Colin, what's the crowd size? Fairly, like, for the size of the room that you're in, like, fairly middling. So it's it's not like you only know, like, 1% of the people here, but it's also, like, you definitely would not be able to, like, fill the room with the people that you know here. Is, is it best measured in fives, tens, dozens? We'll say about... We'll say dozens, but also at the same time, like, low dozens. So, like, maybe between, like, 20 and 25 people. Okay. Tiffany, this may be a bit unusual, but I have been wanting to ask you this question for some time. What is your earliest childhood memory? (laughs) (laughs) Yelling the Turing test. I've been wanting to ask this forever. Have you ever broken any books? What is your mother's maiden name? <laughs> what was the name of your first pet? <laughs> oh, what no. was the name that you're, of the first street that you grew up on? <laughs> Please click all of the pictures of buses to prove that you're human. <laughs> it's like he's insisting that one of them is like this is a train, but he's insisting that it's a bus. <laughs> uh... She goes, um, I don't know, when I was six, uh, I remember walking, like, playing on a playground. It's kind of innocuous, but, like, I remember, like, having a real good time on the playground. Curious. Did you go to a private school? Uh, yeah, I I was able to go to a private school. They must have very interesting playgrounds. No, this was like at a park or something. I see. It seems unusual for someone of your status to have gone to a park or something. If you'd excuse my saying so. It is not in my databanks that this is a traditional behavior of the upper class. She just kind of shrugs and is like, I, I don't know, like that's just my earliest memory, that's all. You must have a very interesting family. My earliest childhood memory is sneaking downstairs to watch uh, Terminator 2 when it was on TV. (laughs) Fucking coming out of nowhere, sling one arm around Nikolai's shoulders. Are you interrogating her in the middle of a party? I am simply attempting conversation. Have I been unsuccessful? No, but it's, it's coming off as a little bit weird, yeah. Noted. They try. Hey, uh, speaking of weird conversation, just come over here real quick to apologize for that one. It's, um, uh, I'm working on what's appropriate for regular people and telling them I did a great violence to someone who looks exactly like you is not great. I'm, like, reasoning out uh, two minutes later. I mean... 
It's it's fine. Felix explained some stuff. It's uh, it's fine. Right. They're from circumstances. But, I mean, that ain't you, and I shouldn't be pointing that kind of shit at you. I should have better restraint and better awareness. So, it's on me. Well, apology accepted. Thank you. All right. If anyone else has something that has something they want to do while at this party, uh, they can do it. I don't want to like, I don't want like group force it, but um, but also I don't want to like keep Chloe out of the game for too 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 much longer. I just like introducing Tiffany to some of the people I uh, are familiar with. I wouldn't call them friends, but like some of these business associates. Yeah. That works. You know, technically there's no reason I couldn't be at the party. (laughs) But I'm not going to. Okay. I split my time between being Calvert's plus one and being with my friends. I'm biased it towards Calvert because Felix is here on a date and I'm not going to fucking third wheel his date. Okay. I'm also going to be Mostly keeping my distance, keeping an eye or the back of the head, which also works as photoreceptors on Felix, but otherwise spending socializing time with people I'm encouraging to donate. All right. So, you know what? If you're encouraging people to donate, go ahead and roll rapport to see... uh, see how well you do and how much extra people will end up donating. Uh, can I just at some moment uh, stand up at like one end of the room to deliver a speech to the crowd? Because yes, then I, I get know, a plus two. I know what you're angling for and yes, I will allow that. So go ahead and roll it at a plus two. Yeah, not a keynote speaker, but just a little uh, suggestion. Oh, and that's a six. That's a six. Yeah, you managed to, uh, like, it was going pretty well already, but, like, you definitely boosted up. And by the time you're done, like, the host announces, like, this is, um, this is the best year that they've ever had. And, uh, and it's going to be hard to beat this amount next year, but they're definitely going to try. Uh, so congratulations. You definitely made a positive contribution to this uh, charity. Alright, and uh, around... You know what all else I'm gonna do? Okay, go ahead. Yes? Because, you know, I feel like she's left out, and I know she's busy. I'm still just gonna fucking give Penny a phone call. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Phone call. Phone call. God, I've gotta change that. Uh, (laughs) Carter, you've got Carter. Hi, Carter. You've got Steiner. Oh, uh, hi. Okay. You've been taking business calls all day? Yeah. Uh, turns out that large businesses have a lot of bureaucracy, and when I'm trying to handle this all myself, I get all of the phone calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have spoken to no less than 10 different people today, and that's because some of them tried to call while I was talking to other people. Are you at least making headway? Uh, yes. Like, business-wise, yes, absolutely. Uh, we're doing pretty good. I've gotten some pretty good suggestions. I haven't made a lot of headway on the, like, 
you know, other things, but business-wise, things going good. I've gotten some pretty good suggestions on uh, alternate routes we could take through the city from people who know it a little bit better for the, uh, and just like all sorts of things. And I've only shocked myself three times trying to put together this little robot. Um. Look, it was a very low voltage. Okay. Real talk here. When was the last time the one at the controls took a nap? Uh, two hours ago. How long was the nap for? Uh, 90 minutes. I've kind of been like power napping. I slept through lunch. All right. Is this the part where you're going to tell me to get some sleep? This is the part where I'm going to tell you that you are a, at least by my estimation, pretty good engineer, and so if you're electrocuting yourself, your hands are probably getting a little bit shaky, and we've got a big thing tonight, and while I know that it wouldn't be permanent, it would upset me greatly if the poltergeist I have been working alongside got mashed. Okay. Reasonable. I'm going to go to sleep until tonight, then. Well, tonight, er, you know. I understand. But only because you asked. Good enough for me. And uh, also, I guess I'm done with work, so hit me as well. Alright. Don't go to bed hungry. Uh, will do. Well, won't do. You know what I'm trying to say. You want me to send you a cheesesteak or something? No, no, I'm I'm good. I've got food up upstairs, you know, downstairs. I've got food everywhere, you know. Right. Speaking of that, once all this is handled, uh, we definitely should get that supply line figured out, so I can get you something that's not like 50 ways to cook a potato. I like potatoes. I'm sure you do. They are not a balanced meal, Penny. They're very close to a balanced meal. I don't know about that one, Chief. I'm waiting for, I was waiting for Ape to interject. <laughs> yeah, just get yourself some nutrient supplements. You can survive on them. Yeah. Oh, no, no, hold on. I feel like this is perfectly in character. Look, uh, look, okay. Uh, there's this guy in California. He's been doing some really good work on uh, meal replacement drinks. I think I think it's got legs. Penny, <laughs> Penny, no. <laughs> okay, we're making this priority one once this whole Deco City thing is handled. Jesus, I'm just saying. Christ, do you know girl. how hard it is to find to get vitamin D in space? It's pretty hard, considering there's not an atmosphere to stop you from absorbing lethal amounts of cosmic radiation. Fucking need some SPF 5000. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang up the phone now so you can go to bed, but you can be sure we're not done here. I'm gonna go eat a potato. <laughs> How dare you. It's gonna be a delicious potato. <laughs> Gotta eat the skin too, that's where the vitamin D is. Important. Goodbye. Bye. Enjoy your party. I'm trying. Click.
hang up. <laughs> Canonically, Penny drinks like it. Uh, she totally Penny, would. No. She would. She would. Penny, why? She's enough of a disaster. Oh. Okay, it sounds like there's nothing else. So, uh, fast forward to the end of the night. It is like 10 ish. Uh, the party's winding down. The people who didn't all just already leave early are starting to like file out and uh and tiffany's walking with with felix and she says i had a really good time despite my friends you say despite i will say partly because of yeah fair enough they're level bunch of goofballs they are and so are you uh that's the nicest thing anyone said to me in a while. That's incredibly sad, but um, if you want, I will. Keep I'm mostly like being things. hyperbolic. No, okay, okay, okay. but ah. still. So she'll um take you, like, down on the elevator. She goes. So, are you doing like any superhero stuff tonight? I'd have to check in. Um, what was the actual like? There was. We're still waiting on Coyote Man to get back to us, right? No, we're. Uh, we are going into the fucking Bat Cave to fight a war while Sparrow logs into a computer tonight. Is the yeah. plan? Okay. Well, uh, I actually am. Unfortunately, I have to uh, get over to a different city. It, it is. It's a business thing. I specifically took some time for this day and I gotta get back. Okay, alright. Uh, I... Yeah. Um, so, should I, okay, well, um, please be safe. Please do your best to do whatever it is you're doing and, uh, let me know when you get back, okay? I will do all of those things and I look forward to seeing you again. <laughs> All right, uh, and then, like, once, um, I'm assuming, like, she's just going to, like, assume that, like, Robin's going to take you because you said it's a different city and they know Robin's power is to, like, swap stuff. Mm -hmm. She's not sure on the specifics, but she knows their powers, at least. So when you get outside of the building, uh, she will just go ahead and plant a big old smooch on your lips. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. I a master of words, it's always. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Just, I'm regular old wordsmith guy. I. All right. Well, I gotta you be think going. you you think of something to, to say later, and let me know what you thought of. Yeah, I I, I gotta go. <laughs> And she will head on off, and uh, not too much longer after... How are you still so bad at that? No idea. I was not expecting that one. Like, I... Like, the kiss on the cheek, yeah, but not, like... What was that, third date? I think this is your second date, unless you count the initial meeting. I do not believe that timing exists, except in certain people's heads. Eh, 
I like to get I like to get to know people. Wow, my brain. I like to get to know people a little bit more. I mean, I I, I don't know. You I got, have seen her multiple times by this point. Yeah, I mean, I got time to ruminate on this one. It's not un it's not unwelcome. It's just a little unexpected. I think that's what she was going for. You think? Also, yes. why are you here? Because I was in the I was on the same elevator as Robin. Weren't we at her house? No, you were right outside the building of oh. the. Uh, yeah. That's I could like all here. Yeah, that's why you're all here. I could no, see. I could buy like Robin and Zero following me, but like <laughs> Calvert, <laughs> just Calvert. being like there too is a little too far. <laughs> No, but if it's right outside, like, the, the building that the Gala was in, then, yeah, he would be there. I was, like, fully accepting, like, just Robin and Zero had followed me back to her house. <laughs> and then Calvert was there, like, okay, hold up. <laughs> uh, anyway, Calvert, uh, Calvert will go, good luck, don't die. And then just walk off. GG, no fee. Mr. Anderson. He seems to be showing more compassion towards us lately. He's doing his best. I'm having an effect on him. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we should probably get into our work clothes. Well, this one is its own set of work clothes. I say as the transformation happens. In my superhero outfit already. (sighs) Felix, where'd you leave your stuff? You leave that at home? At my house. Okay. Oh, I have a spare set of clothes at the... uh, at the base, we could pop in there. That's where I'm heading anyways. Just gotta remember to get this suit out and dry clean later, so... Either you remind me that, or I'll write myself a note. Don't leave this nice suit in the base. Hey, I gotta get this one cleaned anyways. I'll get them both cleaned at the same time. Oh, would you? Yeah. If you could send me to Deco City immediately, I can begin preparations for your arrival. Give me just a minute. As always, I have my mask on my hip. I basically never go anywhere without that. So I just put that on. Let the subtraction happen. Fire zero off to the warehouse in Deco City. And as for the two of us, I put us in the base. So I'm just like getting changed. I'm just kind of like yelling back. So you, what do you think of Tiffany, huh? Uh, seems nice. Yeah, she does seem nice. I just, I, 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 there's suspicions just in the back of my head the whole time, though. You know, it's exactly like her, like her, right? Yeah, uh, being face to face, it's uh, definitely does. It definitely does make it stand out even more. Like, I suppose it's technically possibly a coincidence, but that's a hell of a coincidence. The the fucking neck jewelry is like... It, it, it pushes, it strains my credulity. Like, I, I don't know, I guess, like, Archibald... I can't tell if Archibald would be, like, more subtle, or if just be, like, 
being in your face and be like, haha, I'm doing this no matter what you think, is like more his style. It could go either way. Fucking mind games. I know. I know. And then I'm just behind Felix and I reach up and I get my fingers into his hair. We're gonna get it figured out, alright? You were lucky I had pants on when you popped in there. I literally don't care by this point. We have slept in the same bed more times than I care to count. I don't care what state of dress you're in. Uh, Alright, I guess. I mean, I'd care. Look, I'm not going to tell you, don't worry about it, because I know you're going to worry about it anyways. I'm just going to keep telling you, you know, I've got the best sleuth in the world investigating what they can find out. Yeah. There's something there, we'll find it. Alright, I'm gonna put it on the back burner while we deal with the more present problem. Mm-hmm. They are nice, though. I mean, if it's a secret plot, they're doing a real good job. Well, that'll make us super cool when we thwart it then, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, it will. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get up on tiptoes and kiss Felix on the tip of his nose. Okay. See, that one I kind of saw coming. Yeah, because I do that all the time. Yes, you do. Right. Oh, get your fucking mask on so we can leave. It's on the table behind you there, would you? Bip. I'm not actually going to swap it onto your head because I don't want to decapitate you on accident. I appreciate that. I like your head where it is. I like it where it is, too. It's, you know, it, it's, it goes nicely there. It'd be weird if it was, like, coming out of the torso or on one of my knees. It'd just be awkward for everyone. On the word everyone, we are in the warehouse. Hello, you two. How goes the war? Mm, I'm awake. What? Hey, Penny. A good morning, Penny. It's not morning. I didn't say morning. Oh. <laughs> Norning. Night morning. What's this pot? Are you drinking like these awful meal replacement things again? You know you could just get like takeout, right? Like actual food made by actual humans with their hands and everything. I like to imagine that she did do fucking DoorDash, but then the DoorDash guy got mugged on the way there because it's Deco City. No, the DoorDash also has like like armor suit. <laughs> Wouldn't DoorDash also need to have a low orbit vehicle? Yeah, no, no, only only the penny in space is drinking silent. Oh, okay. One on the ground just eats whatever because she has oh. access to whatever. All right, no, scratch that bit from the record. <laughs> no, I am keeping Penny's disgusting secret between the two of us for the time being. Penny's disgusting secret. <laughs> the sequel to Batman's shameful secret that everyone wanted. In any event, GM, what is going down? All right, so after a bit of bullshitting at the uh, at the warehouse, uh, there is we, we all all of us who have meat bodies do stretches and some 
calisthenics just to get hot for the evening. Uh, there's like a tap on like one of the top win- windows, like it's somebody's like knocking on it. I will cut. Uh, it's you can vaguely make the shape shape um out of Sparrow, so like he's just being polite and not doing the coyote man where he just breaks in whenever he wa- wants, whenever he fucking wants. Perfect the window. Uh, wow. It's always depressing when that happens. I'm gonna bring him in, all of you, in case this is a trick. Be ready to just fucking crush him. Hell yeah. That seems unlikely at this juncture. I love violent paranoia. Can't be too careful. You're in the right team. Teleport (laughs) Sparrow down to ground level. Oh, hey, that's little disorienting. You used to it. I sincerely doubt I will. You know, the door has a no. Pressure. You could just ring audience it. Audience loves you. You're going to be a recurring character now. Okay, you're making jokes. I'm still worried about being shot to death. You're it's not going to get shot. And if you do, you'll just come back in a month or two anyway. But you're not going to get shot. Nobody is getting shot. Especially not while I'm in the room. I'm literally faster than the This bullets. is Deco City. Someone is being shot right now. Nobody in this room is getting shot tonight. Anyways. Okay. There's a gunshot out there. <laughs> Look, whoever was on the receiving of end of that was not in this room. Anyways, that was just Sparrow. A car back I read a statistic once, so you have more criminals than people in, his, in this city. <laughs> and I don't even know how that's possible. The census has a different category for uh, proto and post humans. Sparrow, where are we going? Uh, Sparrow will hand you, uh, like, a post-it note that with, like, coordinates written on it. Okay, and where is this? Um, you know what? I still don't want to tell you. Uh, no, uh, no, okay. I, oh, I oh, mean, oh, like, oh. qualitatively, like, is, is this the middle of your secret headquarters? Uh, yeah, it's literally, like, within walking distance of the computer. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to, like, have me dump us on a street corner where there uh, might be shooting that then maybe my promise gets broken immediately before we even actually get started. No, 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 no. It's happened before. Okay. So it doesn't um, fill me with a lot of confidence. He's a little bit jazzed tonight. You can. I've had a big day. Uh, Are we ready to move, team? Yeah. I had a good nap. I'm good. I'm ready to do something other than sit in a warehouse and take phone calls all day. That's the spirit. Let us proceed. All right, everybody, scooch in so I'm not like accidentally telefragging any of you or anything. Yep. Big hug, group hug. Don't touch me, please. I am not hugging anyone. Big group shoulder touch. Look, it's nothing personal, just, like, personal space. Big two or the three inches away from the room. <laughs> I plug the coordinates into my mask without saving them. Mm-hmm. Do the necessary subtraction. Do the needful. Move us to that location. And you bip inside. Okay, everybody knows what the fucking Batcave looks like. It's the Batcave. I'm just gonna say it. Instead of Instead of bat symbols everywhere, it's coyote heads, but it's essentially the same thing. Time to draw coyotes all over this. 
<laughs> no, you don't have to. Alright. No, but we want to. Uh, so... At this point, Sparrow will immediately start moving for the big computer. Stop. And... Stop. Like, the second they start stop. walking, I just tell them stop. They, they stop. Okay. Uh, I, I know you, like, really want to get this done, but we need to take, like, five minutes here and establish, like... Where are the entrances? What direction are they going to be coming from? What are the best fortified positions? We are planning a siege here. We need to be ready for a siege. They will point like, okay, so there's an entrance over there, over there, over there. So he points to three of them. Um, there's like the best places to fortify are probably the other two uh, exits that aren't that one and he points to one because that one uh, is only really known to a couple people in the world and as good as Blue Bandit is I don't think he is one of them um, so that one's probably safe to not keep as close an eye on um, there's a bunch of non-lethal defensive measures in here um, namely, at any point I could activate this floor, and he just sort of like taps on the floor. It'll send a couple. It'll send a couple volts in there. Not. Uh, it'll definitely slow someone down. It's not enough to kill or incapacitate them, but it's definitely not going to feel good. Uh, you can section it off to specific points from the computer, if need be. Um, there's. A bunch of uh, other systems in here that are non-lethal, like, and he'll go through all of them. And to be honest, this is where he's in his element. He did not want to be here, but he is going through what little training he has extremely effectively. Like, he, he says that he's only been doing this for a year, and he's probably as well trained as someone who's been doing this with Coyote Man for about three or four. Oh, yeah. Dog ears. <laughs> Fuck off, Abe. <laughs> Christ. He's a bird anyway. May he uh, live even shorter lives. Mm-hmm. Depends uh, on the bird. Especially okay. when they work with Coyote Man. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's all real good shit to know. Thank you for detailing it. Um... You don't gotta get too specific about this. I just need to know this for like some things that I sometimes do. What is directly below us? What is directly above us? I am not telling you what is directly above us. All you need to know that is that uh, I, I mean, like I, I don't I don't need an address. I mean, just like is it a skyscraper? Is it a house? It's just... a house. Okay. Below us is a ser- is a more series of caves. A river is running through here. Um, a lot of this place is hydroelectric powered. Neat. Okay. Uh, oh, real quick, real quick. Um, hey, Colin. Hmm. I've previously established that I have like little things I can take off of my kit to like remotely uh, do things, but they mm-hmm. like I have to physically place them. Yeah. Can I? I guess what I want to do is I want to make like a I want to create a boost to like stop Sparrow from getting shot by like putting a inertial like dampening field around him 
like anything that you know going above a certain speed gets like countered by gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, so that's a move called create an advantage. Yes. Colin will set a difficulty, and if you plain beat it, you will create an aspect with one free invoke. If you success with style it, you'll create an aspect with two free invokes. So it's going to be a pretty tough thing to build, I would think, like, just in general, like, even if you were working on it before, uh, it would be a pretty rough build, so I'm going to say it's a difficulty seven. I mean, I guess I can try. What yeah. do you want me to roll? Uh, Chris. Colin, did you drop that on the basis that this is just, like, an application of Penny's gravity technology that already exists, and she's very good at it? Oh. That is... Plus it's, that's it would fair. be one use only, by the sound of it. That's fair. Five. Difficulty five. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I need to get a... I need to roll a plus... Well, I need to roll three positive to get that, so... Hey, it's hey, exactly a five. You, you get exactly a five. You get a single-use boost. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an aspect, not a boost. Oh, and, okay. Single-use aspect. Yeah, it's just an aspect that's like... Well, if you match, I think it's like you succeed at a minor cost. I'll fucking spend a point on it. I don't care. Um... Yeah, four dimensional pass. Sure, why not? I'm, I'm... <laughs> it's a very easily applied thing. Okay. Four-dimensional chess. I'm good at, you know, the physics. The physics? I know the physics. They're very nice people. They live across the street. They came to my potluck <laughs> last year. <laughs> I have added that aspect to the table. Look at me using game mechanics. Wow. All right. So at this point, Sparrow will go over to the big computer and just start typing things. I wanted to say regarding my preparations, Mm -hmm. I uh, beat off a bit of myself and posted at each of the entrances that was indicated as Sentinels. And I am wondering, are we now switching back to normal costumes or... Sticking with our um, undercover Deco City costumes. Uh, that is a good fucking question. Because I will say, if no one else, even if no one else does, Nikolai shifts into the Nemo persona, and so the after the little beats get sent off, the main body sprouts tentacles and just sort of slurps to the underside of this platform that everyone's on. I will say this. As far as you know, those identities have not been compromised. As far as you know. As far as you know. What I'm going to do is I am going to... That's a real good question, Bobbin. I am going to, like, be in TikTok outfit. I'm not going to have the voice changer because it is, like, go time high threat. And I don't want to potentially compromise my ability to communicate with my teammates. And also, I am not going to bother trying to fake only having time-related powers. I'm going to fuck around hard in here. 
So it's it's just for appearances. It's just going to be like, hey, it, it, we fought TikTok. It looked like TikTok. There was a bunch of extra weird shit happening that we can't quite explain, but shrug. I will be in Blood Wolf costume. I'm going to try to alter the way my light, hard light... Sh I'm going to try to, like, work my hard light stuff into a way that it looks like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. Little, little, little things. Little things. Alright, so, Sparrow goes at the computer, and for a few minutes, nothing happens. And then for a few more minutes, nothing happens. And the pizza arrives. <laughs> And to be clear, Colin, they, like, got in just fine. The computer yeah. console didn't immediately explode upon biometric activation. Correct. Robin. Yes. You see at first a creature that looks fucking dead. It looks dead. It looks like a corpse brought to life. There's bits of its stomach missing so you can see its rib cage there's bits of its spine that have like grown extra like long and like jutting out of its back its claw its hands have turned into like long claws and it's hunched over and it's breathing out this green like gas sort of deal it just leaps down lands on sundog sinks his teeth into his neck rips it out and he is dead and from that, you hear a voice, and it sounds familiar. It's Lilith, and she says, Oh, by the way, just now, overthrew my husband from his throne. I control hell, and as such, those rules that were set in stone no longer apply. And you insulted me far too much. So, my general is here to make sure you suffer before you die. And from basically nowhere, a figure appears. It looks like Galen Taurus, but it's, he is taller. He's got long, rigid horns. Uh, the, his color scheme is inverted. He's holding a massive flaming sword. And he looks at you and he goes, you've insulted my queen. And therefore, death for you. Felix! Mm -hmm. You're not dead. You, well, how about that? <laughs> you are very much alive, and something weird is going on. Your vision blurs for a little bit, and so when you blink it out, uh, when you blink out the blurriness and the weariness, uh, no one else is there with you. And standing like off in the distance in the caves are two familiar figures wearing emerald green, black, speckled with gold. And Franz has his axe at your father's throat. And Franziska has her hooked swords at your mother's throat and the, your mother is on her knees like facing you and uh they say surrender or they die 
Penny. Uh-huh. Same thing happens with you. Like, your vision starts blurring, and you blink, and you... Once you rub the blur- blurriness out of your eyes, no one else is there. But down from those stairs that um, Sparrow said that no one would be coming down, walks a figure who's got purple scales uh, for his outer flesh with horns growing out of his um, out of the top of his head. He looks kind of lizard-like in appearance, and he's wearing like a red vest uh, adorned with like a green bits of armor, and he's got two tails uh, coming behind him, and with him walks a fam- another familiar face, a human, it's a human, white male, uh, wearing goldenrod uh, and black armor, holding two guns, and Malice says, I've been looking everywhere for you, kid. You're coming home, whether you want to or not. Nikolai, your friends just start spacing out. Do I have any capacity to diagnose what's happening to them, or are they making any sort of obvious... Are they taking any sort of obvious actions after uh, spacing out, as you see? And also, follow-up question, what's Sparrow doing? Sparrow is also just like sort of standing there like spacing out and like just looking around and uh and just in general just freaking out and what your friends are doing depends on um on their reactions so we'll we'll say that you will hear their reactions as we come around to their turns uh in the order right, can i at least uh, start things off with some sort of analysis of the situation yeah uh go ahead and roll whatever you renamed lore to i I, I academics. Academics, yeah. Well, that's a four. That's a four. Um, four is common enough to know that uh, there is. In fact, you heard it the other night. There's a uh, supervillain in Deco City known as Jack O' Lantern, and he typically uses uh, various toxins mixed with like gases or uh, or serums to initiate a fear response. It's it might not be the person's deepest, darkest fear, but it is definitely real in their minds. So they, what they see, they are believing to be real, and it is usually based off of something they either don't want to happen or actually do fear. Hey, Colin. Yeah? How... How would this affect Penny, considering uh... Her brain is somewhere else. I would imagine that you're, um, that because you are connected through your, uh, proxies and your proxies are in some way, like, responsible for, like, needing to eat and sleep and such, uh, it is connected enough that this is affecting you. Alright. I feel like I could argue out of that, but I think it's more interesting that I don't, so I won't. Okay. I, I would say that if your proxy can smell scents for you and taste flavors for you, then it would also, unfortunately, be able to carry fear gas to the parent brain. There's, I, I think there's established there's like an electronic barrier. There's like a artificial 
bit in between the whatever, but like I said, it's more interesting that this happens than if it doesn't, so I'm not going to argue. I just wanted to see if you could come up with an explanation. Okay. Anyway, uh, Bobbin, so that that is what you know. You you are assuming that these people have been jack-o'-lanterned. Yes, I've got a plan, but I am just going to assume that they react before I can start enacting it. Correct. Alright, well, first thing I'm gonna do... Okay, so I have a stunt danger sense. Um, the relevant line in this stunt is your notice skill works unimpeded by conditions like total concealment, darkness, or other sensory impairments in situations where someone or something intends to harm you. Okay. I believe that is relevant here. Mm-hmm. And I would like to roll notice to see if I can pick up on this. Like, my higher senses would be like, hey, this isn't right, but like, this is panic fear sense. So I'm basically trying to roll notice to see if my logic can outweigh my outright panic. Can you notice that your danger sense isn't going off, and therefore something's wrong here? Alright, so I'm going to roll for the gas. I do have rules for the gas, uh, so I'm going to be following those, and as such, they get they get an attack roll against this, so uh, let me see. You have to beat a seven. So no, uh, no. So no, your brain is completely convinced that like this just fucking is happening, and there's not much you can do about it. Uh, fr- uh, the Duffet twins have your parents hostage and are telling you to surrender now. Red. Well, I tried. Is there anything else you would like to do for your turn? Because I think that's enough to. Uh, justify you being able to do something else. Okay, what would I do in this situation, like this actual situation? Flashbang, try and super speed. You fly as fast as the capitalist used to. I think I'm gonna lock up and like actually like start to surrender. So let me get this clear. You are taking yourself out of the situation you are conceding because conceding is a is a mechanic in this game where you don't get to interact with the rest of the scene in uh in a way that would uh, help with the rest of uh the players i think the reaction is uh like they have like flashbang is out because they have those big masks on i'm assuming assuming they're you know, shielded against sudden flashes. Uh, I may be able to get to one in time, but not both of them. So my option, my my thought right now is, all right, I'm going to surrender for the moment. For the then, moment. Okay. For the moment, yeah. For like the moment I think I can get the edge in, I'm going to be on them. But right now, you know, it's like arms up. Okay, I'm complying. Okay. Who wants to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Malice is there, and so is uh, and so is James Cartwright. And Malice has basically said, "Hey, you're coming home whether you want to or not." What do you do? Hmm. 
So everyone is gone, right? Correct. You know, I know, I know this is literally what Abe just did, but I feel like I can logic myself out of this. No, fine, that's fine. Like, there's there's rules written into here for you to logic to logic yourself out of this. It's not going to be immediate, but it definitely will help. Okay. The idea that you two know each other out of the innumerable people in the galaxy is absurd. James, you would have changed your outfit. You're way too vain to be wearing your old work outfit. You are supposed to be dead. No, I don't buy this. Are you? I would say this is Will. You're trying to basically force your... Yeah, yeah, go ahead and roll Will. I'm going to roll for the gas. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> All minuses. All minuses. Oopsie. Fate snake eyes. That's a one. <laughs> I rolled slightly better. <laughs> okay. So the way it is going to work is that from now on for you, Poltergeist, mm -hmm. the gas is only going to be attacking at a plus four. Once it gets down to once it gets down to completely null, you are com you are out of the uh, out of the fear effect. Okay. So you are down to plus four. James goes, listen, it's good armor, and he hired me to do. He hired me to find you. And guess what? Pretty easy to find you after I fired that tracking device on your ship uh, when you after you robbed the Zenith. So you're coming with us. And he's going to hold one of his pistols up, and he's going to try and fire at you. Uh, so he gets a plus five to sh um, uh, unless you want to like sit, unless you want to surrender. But he's going to definitely do a shoot. I mean, <sighs> what can I defend against it with? Athletics, physique. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I guess I can... I mean, with a six, I'm just going to get hit either way. So, like... Craft can I, to be good at... Margin of success is important there. for this, though. Yeah, margin yeah. of success is important. Can I... try and dodge with stealth? Considering I've got the ability... I've got a machine that help, lets me bend, like, light and do all sorts of things. Also, yeah, actually, are those laser guns? Yeah, those are laser guns. Can I bend light to make the laser miss? You know what? Fuck it. I like the idea too much to not say no, to not say yes. I mean, Sundog should be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's only a five. It's only a five. So mark your first mental stress box. Okay. Because all this damage is going to your mental uh, stress box because it is your mind trying to fight against the fear effect. I'm trying to decide if I want to re-roll that. No, probably not. Like, it's just um, a flat zero. Yep. Alright, that brings us to Switch. Uh, Switch... Galen Taurus's dad is right there, and uh, your Moirail just fucking got his throat torn out. What do you do? Uh, a couple questions. 
Mm-hmm. Where is everybody else? They disappeared. It, right now, the only other person who's currently here with you uh, is is uh, Felix's corpse. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I have like a mechanical question for you. Okay. So my ability swap is back online, like in full. Yes. How does the fate expenditure work knowing out of character that this isn't real? Because in character you think it's real uh, until you can suspect that it is not real, then uh, then you don't get to do it. So I, I can't do the ability swap at all? Like, how... Ask me, like, tell me how you want to use it. Like, what what do you want okay, to do? So, so my question is, like, um, if I stole Bertrand's ability to fly, like, what happens to me? Do I get the ability to, to fly? And, like, mechanically, do I still have to spend fate points in order to do that, even though this is all fake? You would have to spend fate points in order to do that. And in the hallucination, you would think, oh, I can fly now. Huh. But his flight more comes from him flapping wings rather than just being like a cosmic power right. that he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I can still like swap my maximum flight distance with his. And no matter how hard he flaps his wings, it becomes an immutable fact of the universe that he can fly zero meters. Oh, fair enough. Okay, well, so what I actually, what I really want to do is tear the shade to pieces, but I am going to need some room before I can do that. And also I like, I need a fucking second to center myself. So I am going to do exactly what I just suggested to Bertrand. I, I want to swap him, just do a, 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 an air pocket swap, put him over the big fucking chasm that we are suspended over and then I want to steal his flight from him okay first I'm going to need you to roll swap in order against his athletics in order for him to avoid being swapped like that uh he does not have athletics so you're probably going to win yeah, you su- <laughs> you fucking succeed with style on that. Uh, give yourself a boost that you yep, can use. I get a boost to this next thing. Yep. So uh, now I'm going to, to roll. Swap. He gets to roll Will. Will. margin of nine, right? by the way. Yeah. Yep. He gets to roll hey, Bob, Will. Same hat. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to roll Will on this to resist being uh, swapped with aspects like that, right? Yes. Okay, so he does actually have will, so he might succeed on this. All right, well, beat a 10. Uh, mm, no, he actually can't. I don't think he can. I don't think he can, unless I spend a lot of fate points. I'm not spending a lot of fate points to make him <laughs> succeed on this. Okay, um, do I get anything for succeeding with style? Um, this is going to go against his, uh stuff so like it's basically like he's going to like catch the like fling himself and like catch the edge and like swing himself back up uh so that way he's still in the fight technically but um this is basically okay so it's a difference of five 
Uh, plus two. Oh, plus two. So it's I have that boost. Seven. Okay. Yep. So, uh, so that means he has to mark his seventh box. He only has three. <laughs> so he needs at least a minus four. So he needs at least a mild consequence or moderate consequence. And I am going to give him one. Uh, and that also marks his third stress box. Yes. Dislocated uh, arm. He grabs himself. Yeah, we'll go with dislocated arm. And so after you go, he's going to take his turn and uh, he raises his sword in one hand. Doesn't look like in a way that looks like he's about to give a big speech as opposed to like hitting you with it. And he goes, all right, you damned and you murderers, you fucking Damn, dirty awful murder people. Apes. Kill them or I'll kill you myself. And he is going to be using a stunt called Inspiring Fear, where he's going to roll Provoke in order to try and create an advantage. And if he succeeds, the advantage is at a plus three as opposed to a plus two. So, uh, uh, Create an advantage creates aspects to invoke. Like that's what the move does. Right, right, right. But like when I, but um, the point is like, this is a, when they invoke this, it is a plus three as opposed to a plus two. As part okay. of his, as he's done. All right. But so, by the way, Colin, like, how did he do this exactly? I put him like over the chasm and then just dropped him. Trying to like magic because like, I mean, magic does magic fucking works. Like, but um, but he didn't take his ability to glide. <laughs> you know what? I don't think it's not flying; it's falling with style. <laughs> uh, no, he'll like find like a like a uh, stalactite and just like kick off of it really hard and like barely make it. I feel like that should be a roll. Well, I did taking roll. I, I did roll. I, I he has a mild consequence or moderate consequence because of it. Also, his fucked up fear logic. Um. So <laughs> So he is going to roll Provoke. This is a difficulty six for him, but he does have a plus four in Provoke. So he needs to like not fuck up entirely. Oh, he fucked up entirely. All right, so they don't get that advantage. Uh, But like more of these, um, more of these ghouls to start crawling out of the woodwork and start uh, heading Uh, for you. Debate me. Um, actually. So they are going to roll fight against you. They don't get any fucking advantage on this because they, uh, they didn't, their leader fucked up trying to make them comply. So, well, you just mm. have to roll a number greater than Z. Okay. How about Mediocre. A That's, you know what? That's fair. Um, and now, since it is the end... So, I get a boost. And the the way that I defend, by the way, is, um, I swap straight up, just out of reach of all of them. And my flight distance is, I don't know, infinite, probably, but my flight speed is zero. So I just, like, stand there in the air, 
<laughs> like I don't fall, I don't move up, left, right, anything. I just like stand in the air because my aerial movement speed is zero, but I can I can be in the air for an infinite amount of time. All right. So at this point, you may now roll will because your brain is just automatically fighting against the gas. So I'm going to roll for the gas. Go ahead and roll will. Oh, I actually do have will as a stat. That's a three. That's a three. Nothing bad happens. You just Would don't... I be able to spend the boosts that, or spend that boost that I just created? Yes, you can. And defending super good. Yes, you can. Put me at a five out five. of six. Out of six, and then you can spend a fate point. Could spend a fate point. Do any of does any of my shit does any of my shit fit here? I would argue the one with Calvert would probably fit because he would teach you like how to fight against fear as part of like going into hand to hand combat. Oh yeah, definitely. There's like there there is absolutely for like novice fighters there is a fear reaction of like fuck 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 I'm gonna get hit in the face fuck fuck fuck. Right. So yeah, you gotta get good at dealing with that if you're ever gonna be able to fight back. I like my face. So yeah, you, so the one with Calvert would definitely apply. So uh, that is the seven. Your the rolls from ne- for now are going to be at eight. Against you are going to be at eight plus four. And because he's not here to be part of it, Mega Lads would have been the librarian, just like rips a hole open in the uh, in the ceiling, and then like he would have to deal with like the the voice and the fucking zombies. That would have been All his that good shit. Yeah. All right. So zero. You're up. Well, the f- the first thing I do is send a tentacle snaking up to grab Switch before they fall onto the floor. <laughs> hey, yeah, Colin. Do I, like, actually teleport up? You do. You do. Uh, all the stuff that you're doing is, like, a physic- or, like, like all the physical movements and stuff you are doing, uh, you're doing in real life. Hmm. So, yeah, that's step one. Okay, I'll just let you do that. That's fine. What's step two? Step two is that I am going to try and craft a spell that will uh, cause the person I target to expel the fear toxins forcibly out of their lungs. Okay. Go ahead and roll magic, and I will roll for whoever you're targeting. I will roll for the gas to uh, its score to defend. Okay. I'm targeting Sparrow. Sparrow. Okay, Sparrow is working at a plus five still, I'm going to say. Because I did not roll for him. Well, could you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I'll... I, I just need to... I'm going to roll... Actually, you know what? Yeah, um... Real quick, let me take a look at Sparrow's stats, and then I will, uh... take a look at what he rolled. So, Sparrow gets a two... The gas gets a five, so the gas is still working at a five. Okay. And I rolled a three. Uh, the gas rolls a five. He does not Wait. improve any. I can spend fate points, too. Okay. And I'm trying to defend those who need defending. Okay, so you bring it up to a tie, which does, wouldn't lower it, but it would give you a boost to your next attempt to do so. Okay. 
So, you try to cast a spell and like nothing visibly happens and you don't, he doesn't seem to get uh, any better. And I have not successfully uh, expelled the toxin that is currently metabolized. Correct. Um, and it's at this point you hear from, well, actually you would see this uh, before you hear it. Um, from because of the way that you've split off uh, from one of the entrances that uh, that Sparrow said to look out for, you see a man dressed in like brown, like a brown leather jacket with like brown leather uh, gloves and wearing a blue like plastisteel uh, case uh, helmet with like studded um like studded jeans. He comes running down. And uh, he leaps off a couple of, um, he leaps off the last few steps, comes directly down at you, and in his hand is a taser. He activates it and he's going to try and, uh, he's going to try and hit you with it. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll some sort of defense against his fight. Okay. Uh, You need to beat an eight. Okay. Uh, Let's see. You'd have to mark your third physical stress box. I can spare that. All right. And for reference, he does not... He is tasing a tentacle. That is all he can see or access right now. Okay, he's tasing, he's tasing a tentacle, and he goes, Hello, NC-11. Nice to finally meet you. I say nothing in response. All right. Sundog. Nope. Um... This, uh, you have put your hands up in, in surrender. They go, take off your mask. You already know who I am and what take I look like. Take off your mask. We don't know what it's capable of. We don't know what it can do. Take it off now. Fair enough. You know, I thought our date was going pretty well before this, Tiffany. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then they say, hands behind your head. You can buy. Let me think. Okay. So, here's what I want to do. Okay. As I am putting my hands, moving my hands behind my head, I want to put a hard light clone behind one of them. It doesn't really matter which one. Okay. It it really doesn't because they share they share stats for this particular. And at the same time, I will launch myself full speed at the other. Okay, I need you to roll fight versus their fight, and I need to find their fucking uh, character sheet. Is it not these these craft or I'm not fighting? I'm just trying to like get my you know my parents out of danger, get them out of the immediate danger. Yeah, go ahead and roll craft, and they're going to roll a uh, fight to defend against that. Uh, so they get a plus five to that. Wow, uh, that was bad. I'd like to re-roll that. I don't blame you. Go ahead and spend that faith point. It's rolled better than, um, what was that? A minus two. Yeah. Six. All Six. Right. Uh, I don't think you have any boosts to spend for free. Yeah. Um, well, I've got three more fate points. For the record, 
Uh, Colin rolled seven, Ape rolled six after re-rolling. Thank you. Could I make a suggestion? Yeah. Wind the clock back just a little bit. Colin, you can store that seven for something. Mm -hmm. Have Felix roll crafts to create an advantage against the the twins' notice skill. Okay. For the hard light clone, and then have Felix roll athletics to close the distance before the twins can react. Okay, so that's the seven's going to be against their uh, the, to defend against the athletics because they have still this fight. Um, so I'm rolling notice to beat a six, which is mm-hmm. possible, but I have to roll all pluses. I did not roll all pluses, so. They don't notice the hard light clone. Uh, so Felix now has a an advantage. We'll just call mm-hmm. it hard light surprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> that has one free invoke on it. So now Felix can roll athletics to close the distance, and you have a free plus two. Awesome, awesome. Well, All right. um, yep, go ahead and roll, and roll that. B to seven. You, That's a nine. You beat the seven. You beat a seven. So yeah, they are taken by surprise. Uh, they they don't know who's coming or going. And uh, by the time, where do you put your parents after you rescue them? At this point, I'm looking around, like to figure out where's the safest point. Now, would it be safe to say that I would be able to notice that uh, the rest of my team is gone? Nah, eh, eh. The fear, I. The, the fear stuff is like making is working in weird ways, but like, so c- mostly because you're still operating at a plus four, I think. No, your gas is still operating at a plus five against you. I would say the fear gas is forcing you to focus on the hallucination and Fair ignoring enough. all extraneous input. Um. So we took note of the entrance and exits while Sparrow was going through the computer. Correct. Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna, like, try to get them towards one of the exits. Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, and then after that, you hear them shouting in German, and from beneath the platform that you're on and, and like, all, all around the caverns, you hear familiar-sounding jets and an entire fucking legion of Kestrobots uh, come uh, come along and they just start like hovering there and like opening fire at you but uh, they're not going to go this turn because that would be actually no this is their this is their retaliation um, like because you got to do all your stuff so they are going to get to do theirs uh, they're going to roll uh, provoke to try and create an advantage for the Kestrobots Test robots. Uh, I'm gonna once again put this at difficulty five. They are not super great at provoke. Uh, do I want to spend a fate point on that? I have four, so I'm going to spend a fate point on that. So uh, they're invoking all glory to Kestora, bastion of humanity, uh, and they are going to give the test robots uh, an advantage that they're going to use immediately. So they're going to roll shoot at plus four. So I need you to defend that in some way. All right. Um, hard light shields. All right. I guess I'm probably stopped in my tracks. 
if they're like coming at all angles, I just gotta like yeah. cover up. Yeah, you I'll, like your, your parents were like running up the steps uh, that um, Sparrow said that wouldn't be uh, used. So, all right. So, well, that's also a four. It's also a four. Uh, so they create a boost that they get to use their next turn at, for a plus two on a tie. Neat. Poltergeist, you're up. Uh, what are you doing? Oh wait, no, wait, wait, wait! Before that, before that, I forgot. I forgot. Um, yes. Sun dog, roll yes. will. Oh, oh, cool. Or notice. Or the same. Okay. Because we are stunned. Hey, look at that! The gas would now be operating at a plus four for you. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Your brain is starting to fight against the Wait, effects. no, can I actually invoke super senses and spend a fate point? There's... Hmm. So you can su- succeed with style? Yeah, I, I figure that would be two points at once. Yeah, does beating it by a larger margin uh, increase how much the gas loses on its rolls? Like, is... I mean, yeah, this I'll, is in I'll my own that head. Success with style, I'll say the success with style uh, can allow you to knock two... Uh, attacks off of, like, two of its attack bonuses off of it. So, sure, if you want to spend right. another fate point. I have oodles of fate points. So, yeah, okay. super senses. Alright, so you're... Because, like, something... They, they like, like, maybe this isn't quite right. It seems very real, but there's, like, that unreal... This, it's that unreal sense of a nightmare has is starting to creep in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist, you're up now. Okay, okay, felt that. Still don't believe this, though. Like, why would you need him to tell you where the Earth is? You've been here before. You've never even been to the Earth. How would you tell him where it is? This is absurd. This is like a fucking bullshit dream. It's not like the first time I've had my brain fucked with. All right, that sounds like a will trying to convince yourself about uh, the gas being... A gas. So, go ahead. I think it's operating at a plus four against you. Yes. Yeah. Let's roll. Jesus Whoa. Christ. Whoa! Okay. Mm. Uh, ooh. <sighs> Damn. Okay. Uh, Did you, do you have a boost that you can invoke that would make sense? Um. No, you don't. There's. I, I'm looking at the aspects in play. There's nothing in there. So you would need to spend two fate points and have two um, two relevant aspects that you would uh, would be able to invoke. Okay, but consider this: could I not you could I not have my drone administer a uh, shock to wake my nervous system up? Fuck it, I'll allow it. Yes, <laughs> yes. So. Get ri- we'll get rid of that aspect for you, but uh, but you've used it. And then, uh, so I match it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. Are you going to invoke a fate point to lower it a bit? Or take the tie and succeed at a minor cost? Well, it depends what the minor cost is. The minor cost is that it's going to get a boost of some sort uh, against you next turn. I mean, that's bad, considering... Temporary plus two, permanent minus one. Yeah, no, I don't want it to get a boost. And I've still got three fate points to spend. Okay. 
I can't invoke the same thing on the same roll, but I can invoke four-dimensional chess again. Yup. Or, hell, I could actually uh, invoke Grounded Space Explorer. Yeah, I've been yeah. to space. I've had my brain fucked with. I have been through the other... I have been through the Lotus Eater machine. You might have been through the Lotus Eater machine like fucking five years ago, even. Yeah. That's why I said it. This isn't the first time I've had my brain fucked with. <laughs> All right. Uh, James is going to be like, I tracked you to Earth. He didn't know where you were. He's pay- He paid me to take you to him. And uh, let's put it this way. I'm not alone. He puts his fingers in his mouth and whistles. And all of a sudden, like, so many gold, um, so many, like, of those guards from the Zenith start flying out. It seems like they have better uh, jetpacks now. But, um, but they are all aiming at, uh, they are all aiming at you. And James is going to uh, use sh- um, notice to try and create an advantage for them. Uh, like just basically pointing out where you are and where, uh, like where you're going to go and trying to spot for them. So uh, if you want to, I would say this is some sort of contested role. If you want to like roll athletics or stealth or something to defend against it and see if we can get the boost that way. Uh, you just need to beat a two. I can do that. You roll really fucking bad. I can do it with style, even. I rolled an eight. I'll give you something. I'll give you a, a aspect that you can invoke for a plus two later. And uh, they... So that just means that he doesn't get his... Uh, they don't get their plus two. So they're just going to try and shoot you. Uh, so they roll four to shoot you. How are you defending? I mean, I am invisible. You are invisible, so go ahead and roll stealth again. Wow, how did I roll the exact same thing they did? You got a minus one, they got a plus two. That's how. Bullshit. <laughs> fake. <laughs> Bullshit. You have a boost? Numbers, numbers are fake. You do have yeah, a boost. I'm just going to use my boost. All right, yep, so you don't take any damage. That's good. I don't want to take any damage. Yeah, that is good. You're not taking damage. Especially because, um... I mean, actually, my will is my best, like, tracker. I've got four will boxes, so it's not a huge deal. Okay. But fuck this. Uh, speaking of will, go ahead and roll that. Again? Yeah, at the end of every turn. Oh, I didn't get to roll will at the end of my turn last time. Oh. Whoops. Either way, I'm going to roll it now. Wow, I rolled a one. You rolled a one? What are you... All right, Pierre Gas, roll all minuses. Do it. Nope. It rolls a three. I don't. You said nothing bad happens if I fail the end of turn roll? Correct. Well, nothing you said bad not worse for someone else. Yes, correct. It is not worse for anybody else. It is just... The fail state is that it keeps getting to go. Progress is not made. All right. Switch, you're up. All right. So just kind of standing in the air, out of reach of all of these damned corpses Mm -hmm. Uh, what kind of feeling am I getting of their like capabilities they were just told to attack me like what are they doing um at this point they are all like there's so many of them crawling out of the woodwork that they are just like creating a tower so that way they can crawl up to each other and on each other and like try and make a swipe at you good old fashioned zombie pyramid yup see now that's interesting because, um, 
Felix has super senses and super reflexes. And one of these things got the jump on him so thoroughly that it was able to tear his throat out unresisted. But now they have to climb up on top of each, each other's shoulders like the fucking 50 stooges <laughs> in order to get at somebody who is standing perfectly still above them. I feel like I'm smart enough to recognize that that's horseshit. <laughs> what do you want me to roll, Colin? Um, notice or will, one of the two. Whichever's roll better. Notice. And the gas is going to roll against you. I think. I think everybody's at plus four or less. Yeah. So, Robin's at plus four still. Well, I roll a four. Oh, shit! Okay, so it goes and down it by one. one. It goes down by I two. I succeed it with style. Oh, yeah, it does go down by two. Yep. Thank you for catching that. Okay, so while the damned corpses are, like... So they're basically trying to, like, climb up and uh, and get to you. You do see there are a few, like, climbing up, like, the walls of the cavern to, like, try and climb on the ceiling so that they can literally drop on you like they did with uh, Felix, but that's... Not happening. So, but what Bertrand's gonna do is he takes his sword and he points it at you and like jets of flame just start firing out of it. Uh, so he's going to roll shoot and you need to roll something to defend. I'm, oh my dude, you're using projectile weapons at me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry about your life choices. Okay. Uh, so, you swap. How, how, how exactly does the swap work here? Because it's kind of important on my end. Hmm. Do you swap positions yeah, Colin. with him? You swap I, I do, in fact, swap positions with him. Okay, so he was standing on the ground. Okay. I go back to standing on the ground where he was, so I just change positions on this platform. Yeah, so um, it's like you're, you're standing like near the edge of the platform now. Uh, so... That's where their position is for you, uh, uh, Zero. Me, but however, since you're on the on the floor, uh, the damned corpses now do get an attack. Uh, so they're going to try and hurt you. It's not going to do. We're probably not going to do a great job of it. Well, actually, all right. Or mm, all right. Let's uh, let's roll more than a minus one on the dice then. Hey, I roll more than minus one on the dice. And if I spend a fate point, you're just going to spend a fate point, aren't you? Uh, we can arms race this shit. <laughs> I'm just... Do it, drain your resources. <laughs> nah. Nah, there's some. There's something more important I'm saving those for. Alright, yep. You successfully swap them out of the way. Yeah, just a bunch of like, da 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 sending them left and right. Fucking them Zero, up. you're up. I would like to do two things simultaneously. Okay. Using two separate tentacles. One of which no longer needs to hold switch up. So, first thing I would like to do is uh, slap Sparrow again to try and power up the spell, get it working more properly. Oh, speaking of Sparrow, let me roll stuff to see if uh, he yes, needs that to get too. that gas out real quick. Probably not. I don't think the gas can't fail. Yeah. Yeah, the gas is doing a number on him. All right. Uh, 
can my attempts at least be uh, reducing the the bonus? Yeah, no, that's what I was going for. That's like I was. That's like this was happening at the end of his turn, which was before your turn. So the the bonus. Right. So when you when you're taking your turn to do a thing, it's going to try and reduce its bonus. Damn. Uh, no. Oh, okay, true, because uh, it it can't fail. Um, it. Didn't you get a tie last time? And I said yeah. that you got a boost, so you can bump that up to three. That might as well. So let me um, let me roll gas. Nope, sorry. Unless you want to spend the fate point on it. Not on this. Okay. So yeah, it's maybe Sparrow's, on the other thing. Sparrow is like seriously fucking freaking out, and like he's he's like swinging at things that aren't there and like uh and screaming things that are probably pertinent to his background but uh make are basically mean nothing for you guys what are you gonna do with the other tentacle there i am going to attempt to either damage or remove the blue bandit's helmet okay so that the fear gas can seep in all right uh that sounds like you're trying to create an advantage with fight. So he's going to roll fight to defend against that. So go ahead and Fair enough. fight. He cannot possibly fail. Well, let's see. Motherfucker sure does have a plus seven to that skill. Yo. Um, so I'm going to say that's your turn. Mm-hmm. He basically dodges the tentacle that uh, went after him like very stylishly. And after he, like, lands, he's going to go, you know, I got to thank you. Because if you hadn't said that stupid shit, I would have never known you guys were actually the trendsetters. Ah, I see. There's- we now understand what Colin was fucking vague posting about. <laughs> about us uh, making tactical errors. So he is going to roll provoke. Can I not give him provoke? Yo, there it is. Okay. Um, he's going to roll provoke. I need you to roll will to defend because he's trying to go. Uh, he's trying to create an advantage for himself. By what vector is he trying to scare him? Basically, trying to psych him out. And that's a tie. So that is a tie. A boost. Okay. The aspect he's going to. What's what's a good aspect for him to create there with what he said? Considering it's technically has gotten to you in some way. Momentary hesitation. Okay. So, he's going to immediately invoke that and uh, roll this current fight against uh, Nikolai. He's going in with, again, with the taser. So, uh, he gets a nine. All right. That's 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 unacceptable. (laughs) Yeah. So, I am going to uh, invoke a fate point. Get at least up to a five or uh, six, and mark my fourth physical box. Yep, because he'd already marked your third, right? Yep. All right. Sundog, uh, you just saved your parents and a ton of Tisper robots just came out, but this is weird. Like, you're you're starting to re- come down on this and realizing, hey, wait a minute, hold on a second. This might not be real, but it still kind of feels real. You're still dealing with it. What do you do? Ooh. Laser's still hurt, but nothing else about this adds up. <laughs> okay. 
Now I would like to uh, roll notice because my I my teammates are do not have the assist, and this is absolutely a situation where they would be assisting. Yes. So go ahead and roll notice. I'm going to roll for the gas. I think the gas is only operating at a plus two against you. Okay. No, it's operating at a plus three against you. That's oh right. no. Well, I got a two again. I keep getting two on that. You get a boost to the next time. Two fate points. Do I want to spend one? Or can I have to turn around and fight Blue Bandit? There. Like, immediately. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what else are you doing? Because I feel like that's... Because you're right. Lasers do hurt, and uh, the the Fade Twins are, like, leaping off from where they were uh, and currently heading towards towards you so that way they can engage you uh, themselves along with the Kesgrobots. Alright, well, I'm going to hold position in this bubble and throw out a couple hard light clones to start smashing up the robots. Alright, so uh, that sounds like you are craft. fighting. Uh, so th- I think that's craft. Ke- or do you, want, do you want fight or craft? If you're trying to damage the Kesk robots, you are uh, then it is fight. Okay, fight. Okay. Yeah. Um, they are going to roll athletics to defend. They don't do too good. No. no. You okay? So each of these are a fair nameless NPC. So for every two points that you uh, that you succeed over, you destroy one, and that's a margin of six. So you destroy three of these things just outright. Which means for this turn, uh, they don't get, they only get to help the Duffet twins by, uh, so there were, there were five, so it's only going to get a plus three because one of them is helping the other one out. Uh, so they are going to shoot lightning at you in order to try and create an advantage for the Duffet twins. Uh, so roll something to defend it, get a, not a zero, get higher than zero. All right, I'm just going to flip out the way and do sick flips. Okay. I do some sick flips. Okay, you didn't even need to roll. You had a plus five. It was impossible for you to roll a number lower than zero or even equal to zero. All right, so uh, the the Fae Twins, meanwhile, um, they're going to spend a Fate Point to invoke their stunt tag team, which means they get to move twice. So uh, you're going to need to roll two defense because they're just going to try and straight up attack you at the same time. So uh, you need to beat a five and a three. All right. Um, well, there's a lot of stuff to perch on up here. So you're going to go with athletics? I'm going to go with athletics. I'm going to try to get myself up high with okay. the first roll. Seven, I do that. I get up fucking high. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you do to defend against the second one? And the second one, um, I'm still just trying to keep distance. Or, no, wait, yeah. Actually, now that I'm up here, well, the I have were the sim- high ground. Attack- the attacks were simultaneous, so, uh, so, well, okay, I'll give you that, that plus two. I mean, I get it, because I'm up high now. Yeah. yeah. I have the high so- ground, so I'm going to do a fight for defend. Okay, yeah, you're, you're, you fucking got it, my dude. 
You are you are fine and dandy. That's a six. Poltergeist, uh, your cutting words aren't really doing much in the face of, you know, You haven't gotten any lasers. better at fighting. <laughs> oh, Ape gets another will roll. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, end of Felix's so, turn. Yeah, Felix, right, go ahead and, with and roll plus, will. Can I get the... Did yeah, I, I you, get a, you get a boost. Okay. You get a boost. So you can, whatever you roll. Wow, I'm not That's, rolling good on the You have two boosts, actually. Because when you succeed with style on defending against somebody creating an advantage against you, you also get a boost. And you did that against the Kastora bots. If you wanna, if you fucking wanna uh, spend both of, both of them, you can get that plus three that it has down to a plus two. I will do this thing. All right. Okay. I mean, if I beat this, does that break me out of the fear effect or what? Yeah, once once it once it hits plus zero, you are out of it. And what's it at now? It's at plus two for you. Okay. All right. Poltergeist, you're up. Uh, your your words aren't doing much, but or I mean, actually, your words are doing quite well, but uh, also. These people have guns and blazers that seem like they actually do hurt. Okay. Okay. See, you know, it's pretty funny. Even the James I know wouldn't have so little pride that he'd give this huge army of mercs just to, what, capture me? Like, I wasn't even resisting and you shot me. Not even my brain can make you look intimidating, James. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll Will. Uh, the gas is still operating at a plus three against you. Oh, it did pretty good this time. Uh, I remember, your will is pretty good. Uh, no, my will is exactly the same, actually. No. But I still won. I still would won. like to. Uh, I would like to spend a fate point. Okay. I'd like to spend a fate point just because I want to succeed with style. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the bonus is down to plus one for Penny. Things are starting to unravel at the seams. Like you can, see, you can see figures like cloudily going on, but you don't know like what figure is who. Uh, so you probably shouldn't do anything too hasty to help because you might be helping an, an enemy and hurting an ally. Uh, for the record, though, I'm invoking my heist money just because I remember how how much of a fucking clown James is. <laughs> you know what? For that particular instance, I mean, no, who who was it that I said couldn't use that forever money for a little while? Oh, okay, right. It was me. Okay. It, it was you. No, but like you're not actually using the money. You're just remembering. Like I'll I'll allow it this time because you're not actually using the money for stuff. Using the memory. Yep. That's fair. Keeping the memory of getting a lot of money. <laughs> That's probably fair. The Gold Star Mercs are still going to try and uh, shoot you to create an advantage for James, though. So you need to roll uh, the some... advantage shot. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and roll their sh shoot at skill. Okay, you need to beat a five in some sort of defense. I mean, it's worked so far. I feel like I have to keep rolling stealth. Okay. It's kind of my only really good defense skill. Okay. You're still invisible. They're just firing, like, 
That just gives them a boost, and you're only at a plus one. You might break it before they get a chance to actually hit you yeah. again. Yeah. All right, and James is going to try and shoot you as well. So uh, I'm just going to actually roll the plus. The, keep in mind, this is the number you're going to see is after the boost, so don't call bullshit on this. What? Hold on. Why does he have a boost? Because of the uh, gold star marks. Wait, no, that's right. No. He can't act. He can't access them. They can't ask us that. That's the only thing that the gold, that the mercs can use. Okay, so that's actually too too lower. You need to beat a five. Well, I lost by one. I'll eat it. Yep. So go ahead and uh, mark another. Well, you, you succeeded by one because. Oh yeah, that's gone. right. Yeah, that's right. So you succeeded by one, so you're fine. Oh, that's a five. Yeah, never mind. I did yeah, win. Yeah. Yep. You won. I did win. Hooray! Go ahead yep. and roll will for me, please. One last time, hopefully. Hey, guess what, Penny? You fucking like smack the side of your head and shake it. And uh, there's Switch standing at the edge of the cavern. Okay, there's Sparrow just fucking freaking out over nothing. Uh, Sundog is like fighting the air. And uh, there's Zero fighting a biker with a blue helmet okay okay shenanigans i would still be invisible oh you just realized you didn't look yeah go ahead and roll will now for for that because i don't think um for that because let's wait until the start of my turn actually okay all right fair enough well your start of your turn is right now actually so go ahead and roll that right but chloe was talking oh i'm sorry yeah no i mean if i was if what is happening in our thoughts is uh, hap- what we're doing in our thoughts is happening in real life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I would still be invisible, though. You would be. Just that's all. I was just record keeping. Okay. All right. Um, so let me check to see what your number is there, Robin. Yours is plus two. So uh, let's take care of that one. Now. Should it? Yeah, I succeeded with style on my last one. Oh, I didn't realize you succeeded with style. I'm sorry. So, yes, it's only plus one. So you need to be the three. Oh, that's zero. Rip. That's zero. Okay, but I'm going to adjust the bonus now. So same thing um, as what was happening with uh, Penny happened on the end of your turn. Last turn, like, you see a bunch of, like, foggy figures fighting, but you can't make any details, so you don't know who is who. Um, but you are realizing... This is fake as shit. So what are you gonna do? It still it will still hurt, but uh, what do you do? Hmm. But see, will it? Because if all of this is just in my head, then if my head doesn't have enough information to work off of, it can't put bad shit in front of me. So I'm gonna get a little bit crazy here. I am standing on a platform suspended above a chasm. Across the platform from me is a fucking demon lord with a flaming sword, and there is a horde of hell zombies surrounded, surrounding me. So, Well, you, you put the hell lord into the air, which is where you were to begin with, and so he should be falling to the ground at some point. 
Yeah, he probably oh, yeah. landed. He probably landed and like cracked the. Well, he, he landed in that giant pile of zombies that was trying to reach Switch. <laughs> either way, either way. Like a demon candle on a zombie birthday cake. <laughs> Theoretically, if I do nothing, I should get beat to shit. Correct. At least, if all of this was real, that's what would happen. However, uh, if I can't see these hallucinations, and I can't hear these hallucinations, I would have no way of knowing I'm being struck, and therefore my body wouldn't react to it because like any damage I'm taking has to be psychosomatic. It has to be my body reacting to force inputs that it perceives as being real. So I'm going to get on my knees, screw my eyes shut so I can't see anything and I'm gonna press the palms of my hands into my ear to just deafen myself as well. And I'm just gonna sit there Okay. How do I want you to defend against their attacks? Because this is not, that's not how it's going to work. <laughs> uh, uh, it sounds like Will. It's, it's, yeah, it does sound like Will. Okay, so uh, the corpses are going to go and like fucking overwhelm you. So I'm going to give them, they all, they are all helping each other. So I'm going to have them roll fight at a plus five total. So you need to defend against the three your will. Okay, so they get a boost. Not I mean, part of the problem matter. here is that the sounds are coming from inside the head. Okay, but then if I can still hear them, despite me deafening myself, that tells me something. Enough to get a tie. See, I, I'm... I'm seeing if I can invoke an aspect that's just I'm fucking crazy. And sometimes <laughs> this kind of shit actually does work and I'm right shoot through my own shield. Oh, I can, um... I, f I feel like I should be able to invoke my uh, familiar re familial relationship with the gearheads as, like, a... I have been taught, like, alternate modes of thinking about things and new ways of seeing the world as part of, like, growing up with a family of supervillains. Okay. But here's here's the question: Do you really want to spend a fate point to prevent mooks who will probably not exist next turn to get a boost? I, I do want to bring that up. See, I mean, it's it's up to you. I'm just letting you know. Like, so I don't want you to waste the fate point. Here, here's my thought: Is I am doing this exercise. I am making myself helpless in order to prove to myself that all of this is fake. So I feel like if I win, that should be a step towards proving that all of this is fake. If you win, I will give you a boost to beating the gas. Is how the I gas it. only has a plus one at this the point. Gas, the, but the gas only does have a plus one. But we have seen uh, that that is that could that has not worked out to their advantage before. God, fine, fine. Okay, and now Bertrand's gonna come up, is gonna go, and like he's just gonna like wade his way through the uh, the corpses and try and uh, swing at you. I am going to give him a minus two because he had to like fucking go through like waist high 
corpses to get to you, so he's only going to be rolling this at a plus three instead of plus five. He gets a three. He's that. Mm. I am going to invoke his consequence of a dislocated arm to turn that into a four instead of a two for me. Very good. Very good. All right. Now it is Sparrow's turn. Added... I get to roll Will at the end of my turn. Correct. Yes, I keep forgetting that, even though I wrote it into the rules. Thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the gas. You succeed with style. No, no, you don't. There we go. There we go. I thought I was looking at that too earlier, and I was like, okay. Uh, you gave me a fucking boost to beat the gas, so I <laughs> might as well use it to succeed with style. There we go. I, I, I don't know how that would come into advan- uh, advantage. Give me a boost on my next action. Yeah, give you a boost on your next action. That's literally what I was going to go with. Um, so, yeah, you wake up uh, and sit, similar scene. You see Sparrow swinging at nothing. You see uh, Felix swinging at nothing, alive and well. Uh, and you see Zero fighting the Blue Bandit. See, the fun thing is, Colin, is that you said that, no, that isn't how the gas works. You'd still get hit, even if you were, weren't able to, like, perceive the hallucination at all. But actually, it worked exactly like I wanted it to. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. There you go. You got it. So, you... so I just fucking get on my knees, close my eyes, put my hands over my ears. I can't hear. I can't see. And then nothing happens for a good, like, 15 seconds. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> okay. And then I open my eyes, and the world is clear before me. Alright, so... Uh, I simply Sp- disbelieve the gas. Sparrow is going to probably fail to resist the gas again. Oh, hey, look at that. He failed with style. Just get the gas exceeded with style. Uh, the, he's... You know what? <laughs> um, he swings so hard that he bashes the computer a bit and it and uh and whatever was on the screen just goes completely black. Zero, you're up. The direct approach is not working. So Sundog is currently flipping around through the heights of this chamber. Mm-hmm. Poltergeist is invisible and has doubtlessly uh, activated her zero gravity rig at the same time. And so this turn, I would like to grab Switch and Sparrow, pull them off the platform and underneath it, and as I am going, a little sub-tentacle will slide out of the one coming up, coming for Sparrow and hit the switch that we have been indicated activates the electric shock function of the platform. Okay. The electroshock goes through the platform and uh, it courses through the floor and hits. So I take it you're hovering because the electricity would hurt you. That's the entire reason he's using a taser. My main body is underneath the platform. Ah, okay. All right, so you, for a while, you don't hear anything, and then you hear the platform turn off, and you hear well, the Well, um, the observation units would have a view of the main platform as well. 
Okay, so the observation units see the electricity coursing through it, and um, he and the blue bandit just looks around and just casually walks over to the switch and flicks it, and he goes, yeah, you didn't think I'd bring a taser and not insulate my suit, right? Still not going to respond to him. <laughs> and incidentally, everyone is currently out of reach or invisible. You say out of reach, but Blue Bandit sees Sundog swinging up there like a uh, like a monkey. So he just pulls out a gun that he has holstered uh, from his uh, on his side, points it up, and so he's going to roll shoot hey rude uh some dog i need you to defend in some in some manner i'm still giving you a chance to defend because that is unfair and plus you're mostly out of the gas anyway like you're you're on the you can see the horizon essentially so go ahead and roll something to defend yourself with let's see let's do let's do craft all right, uh, mark your third physical uh, box unless you want to spend a fate point. Uh, I'll mark that, sure. Okay, so go ahead and mark your third physical stress box. I did. All right. Uh, everyone below, you can hear a gunshot go off and uh, and Sundog just kind of grunts in pain. Speaking of Sundog, uh, the way we're justifying that in your vision is uh, a Castor robot on the ground that just points its uh, palm up at you and fires an electricity bolt and it hits you in the shoulder. Fun. Yep. So, uh, however, it is your turn now. Alright. Weren't they shooting lasers before? Yeah, they were shooting lasers before. In your vision, it was lit. Was it lasers? I always thought it was... I always pictured it as electricity bolts, but like, eh. Yeah, I'm saying, like, that one definitely wasn't a laser because even if I saw it as a laser that didn't feel like a laser no that felt like a gunshot it felt like you got shot in the shoulder I want to dive tackle that particular bot okay go ahead and roll fight he's going to roll fight to defend fuck him up son dog uh you you leap at him to defend and like he quick as, uh, like, quick as quick can be, just grabs you right before you land and just, like, swings you around and throws you into the computer and it cracks the monitor some more. And he goes, oh, ho, ho, this one's got spunk. Please don't say spunk. Like, ever. Oh, I didn't mean for that to be a plus eight. No, it's not plus eight. It's only supposed to be plus seven. I'm sorry. I clicked the wrong thing. So that is only a, that is only a seven to defend, but that's still a higher number than five. I could beat that then. Oh. If that's not a nine, I can beat that. Because I rolled... That's... that's an, That should be a plus seven, you said, Colin? That should be a plus seven, so that should... That number should be eight, not nine. Yeah, that's an eight. I'm gonna invoke fast and lean and spend a fate point. Okay, so you tie, so uh, you get a... You'll get a boost. So yeah, if you spend two fate points on this, you will beat him. Hmm... Do refresh every session. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. What else are you invoking? Fight good. Do fight, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. I imagine this do fight, yeah. Uh, I don't have that anymore. I'm just going to do. Oh, Sunny D? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you managed to clock him in the face. Uh, I'm going to mark his first uh, physical box. 
All right. Uh, however, the vision is still very much going on strong, so Castora uh, bots are going to try and fire at you. Uh, so there's still at least two of them here, so they're going to get a plus three to, sh- to shoot. Uh, you need to def- you need to roll something to defend against a three for against them trying to create an advantage. Actually, no, it would be a five. It would be a five because they got a boost. Did they get a boost last time? Yes, they have a boost. Okay, so it's actually a plus. It's actually a five that you need to beat. All right. Well, going on the logic that if this is uh, blue face man that we have been warned about, I probably don't want to stay next to him. So I'm going to leap back up into the rafters. Okay, go ahead and roll athletics. Hey, uh, you beat it. You okay. beat the five. So they don't get an advantage. Um, the Duffet twins are going to try and roll athletics to get up there with you. Uh, they're going to have, because they did not get as good athletics as you uh, to get up there, they're going to make this uh, fight at a minus one. So you need to defend against the seven. Okay. See, I get a plus two if I use fight against, since I am. Well, no, if they're they're the same elevation now, right? Yep. Okay, so they're not. At, I'm not at a higher elevation. Right. Correct. So I'm not going to waste the energy on them. I'm just going to keep, you know, dodging. Didn't do too good. Okay, so you need to mark your third box again, which means How that you mark you have to. Uh, so you have to mark your fourth. Okay. All right. Oh, that, no, 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 no. Actually, no, because this. No, that's your mental. This is mental. Actually. Oh, right. Right. So go uh, ahead. I only have three third. mental stress boxes. So do I just so mark, you just the, mark third the third one? one? Yeah, just mark the third one. I remembered that at the last second. I and right. speaking of remembering things for once, will. go ahead and roll will. Yeah. Maybe I can do a good ro- will roll for a change. Well, if you get a three. Well, I got a one. You got a one. Progress. Yeah, progress. progress. You not being completely out of it potentially make thing makes things really good for me. Yep. All right. Poltergeist, you're up. Uh, you are out of the fear effects. Things are a little bit chaotic. Uh, Blue Bandit just shot uh, just shot your friend and just shrugged electricity off like it was nothing. Then got clocked in the face. Yeah, and then got clocked in the face. I'm sorry. Could I could I rewind this real quick? Hmm. Sundog has a boost against the gas. Sundog does have a boost against the gas. Sundog, do you want to use that boost against the gas? I would like to use the boost against the gas. Yes. You succeed with style. You are you are completely out of it. Congratulations, everybody here is aware of what is actually going on. Yes, except for Sparrow. Poor Sparrow is just as deep in it now as he was at the start of this whole thing. Yeah, newbies. No, that's actually great. That's great for me. Uh, Poltergeist, what do you want to do? Taking advantage of how fucking echoey this cave probably is. Mm-hmm. Like, just with the most misdirection possible. I just yell, I said nobody's getting shot tonight, asshole. <laughs> and I would like to create an advantage. I am creating a could be anywhere. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, could yeah. be anywhere. Could be anywhere would work. Yeah, I've 
basically just like created a huge distraction with my invi because my voice carries in a uh, labyrinthine cave and I'm invisible. All right, go ahead and roll provoke. He is going to roll notice. Can and I guess roll deceive? Deceive actually, uh, yes, deceive works better. Um, and guess what? He doesn't have any fucking notice. Haha, <laughs> I get fucked. Roll high, Penny. I rolled a six. Oh my oh, god! He rolled a negative one. Two free invokes on that aspect. He momentarily forgets where he is. <laughs> he. I just fucking Batman the Robin. <laughs> Please, you don't know he's Robin yet. I know he's Robin. Me. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, he's looking around and he's like, <laughs> oh, that's 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 new. You've actually tricked me. I don't I don't actually know where you are. He pulls out. Uh, he like hold, he like holds his gun up and like starts assuming a defensive stance. He still has the ta he still has the taser just in case uh, zero comes back. He's not willing to risk taking the putting the taser away and not being able to hurt this hurt the robot, but, uh, but there CQC. you see, you know, pistol in one hand, knife in the other. Knife. Gun. Knife gun. Knife gun. Knife gun. Uh, Switch, you're up, and you are underneath the platform, um, with everyone, uh, well, with, with Sparrow and the, ma the main of, uh, Nikolai's body. Okay. Zero? Yes. Be ready to catch us if I fuck up. Gotcha. Colin. Hmm. I'm going to jump me and Sparrow up above the platform. Not like at level, but like well up so we are airborne. Mm-hmm. I'm going to target the blue bandit. I'm going to target Sparrow. And I am going to swap the presence of harmful substances in their bloodstreams. Okay. Here's what I need you to do. Oh, yeah. And since you weren't really there for it, I would say that while we're underneath there, I also say, he knows who we really are. Don't hold back. All right. I need you to roll physique versus... Blue Bandits, um, I, I didn't even write down what, I'm just going to give it a, at a plus three, because his helmet is made of Venturium. Hmm. So, please mark the second physical stress box on your sheet. Now, because this is a good idea, I'm not going to say it fails, but you were just, I'm, I was assuming you're just targeting, mass targeting his entire body. Oh, yeah. I am targeting him as a single unit. Yeah, so so the helmet would still kick in. Um, but go ahead and um, and try and wall swap. You need to be a five, and that's probably going to bump up. Mm. Well, let's see. It's low let's enough see. to be worth a reroll. That is low enough to be worth a reroll. So let's start there. I also potentially have two boosts, or uh, two aspects I can invoke. I have a boost just sitting there, and I can pull from the 
the advantage that Penny just created. So I'm going to drop myself down to one fate point and re-roll that at a four. I will spend my boost to get that up to a six. And then if it's okay with Chloe, uh-huh. I'll turn that into an eight to succeed with style. Take it. I'm spending a fate point. I am invoking his assassin-like training to boost that up to a seven on him. Okay. I still succeed by one. You still succeed by one. And then I really don't want him to be doing this. You'll lose. I still have a fate point left that I can invoke. Yeah, I will lose. Okay, I'm going to save the fate point for, for now. Um, okay, so you're only beating him by one, so you swap, you're gonna swap it all into him, but he's gonna, uh, how do I want, I don't want this to go, because if you succeeded with style, I would have just had him start following the same exact fucking rules. Maybe the gas starts at plus three instead of a five or something? Yeah, I was gonna be like two or three so uh yeah it's, it's gonna the gas is gonna start at a plus two and um i'd like to argue for plus three considering we started at that, that's five. that's what i meant that's what i that's what i meant is plus three i meant plus three i'm sorry i misspoke okay um so yeah he's gonna have to deal with that sparrow is now fine because all of that shit is out of his body I would like to say that having successfully completed this and not being sniped out of the sky, before we start like plummeting, I will zip the two of us down to ground level so we don't eat shit and die. And uh, then I'll just shout to the rest of the room, I've gassed him, he's got hell metal on him. Hey, Colin. Hmm? And now it's Sparrow's turn. Uh, just a question, uh, a question of like uh in character knowledge mm-hmm. is venterium magnetic i would say no because then fucking calvert would have to would, would have a huge huge tactical flaw that he absolutely would not allow on him that's fair enough motherfucker gets stuck to everything <laughs> exactly like no he's not like I, I, what i'm saying is it is it is it attracted by magnets, not is it magnetic? Oh, is it like, attracted? I guess those technically are the same things. In yeah, a, in a yeah. Way. So, so no. Uh, all right. So Sparrow is going to uh, try and go up against Blue Bandit. Like he immediately goes up to Blue Bandit and takes a swing, and Blue Bandit's going to defend with fight. So Sparrow is going to, yeah, pretty good score, honestly. That's five. Making sure I'm right, pulling the right one. Whoa! What wow. the fuck? What the fuck, Blue Bandit? Why'd you roll like Get crap? shit on. That's a minus three <laughs> the, for a total ga- of four. The gas, uh, the gas is fucking him up. Get cracked. That's his second physical yeah, stress boss, I do believe. Be, that's gonna be his sec. That's gonna be his second physical. Oh no! It's the jester. He's back. All right. Uh. So, yeah, Sparrow gets a fucking sucker punch in. Zero, you're up. I would like to create an advantage in some fashion. Okay. 
How are you going to do this? Well, the wall is covered with non-lethal and less than lethal weaponry. So I would like to grab all of it and start arming everyone. All right. Roll. Roll me notice at a difficulty five, four. We'll say four. Difficulty four to get the best shit. And if you beat a four, then uh, then I'll give you the advantage. Well, no, you see, I'm not rolling. I'm not trying to get the best shit. I'm getting all the shit. Okay, we'll see. Then... And I would like to say that I am trying to overcome with athletics in a precarious environment. Okay, yeah, I'll still make a difficulty four. Good, because I get a plus two in that situation. Okay. Mm. And that makes it a four. A tie. Oh, that is a four. Yeah, that's it. That's a tie. Um, so... Success with a minor a... cost. Success with a minor cost. Um... The minor Wait, cost. I thought you were creating an advantage, not. Overcoming. Oh, that's yeah, that's the thing. Oh yeah, so it's only a boost then, not a true advantage. So only you get to benefit from this, essentially. Oh, one person gets to benefit oh, from. One, it. Okay, one person gets to benefit from it. Blue Bandit is. So, uh, and all the shit I have so far grabbed, uh, only one of it is very useful at the moment, and. Do we have to declare who the person is now, or is it up for grabs? It's for grabs. I'll say it's for grabs. Blue Bandit is going to fight against the gas. The gas starts at a plus three for him. Okay, he literally cannot fail that because uh, his will... Okay, the gas is down to a plus one. <sighs> Sundog, you're up. Uh, uh, Blue, Blue Bandit, um, meanwhile, just like takes... like uh, As he's fighting it, it's like just takes out his guns to start shooting wildly, uh, just discharging everywhere. I'm not going to make anybody roll to defend, but because it's like not directly aimed at you, so it's easy enough to dodge, but uh, he is definitely not practicing good trigger discipline. Neat. Tell me about this copious amount of non-lethal weaponry that's being flung around. (laughs) Uh, It is copious amounts of non-lethal weaponry, and you uh, get to use a boost if you want to when uh, when you roll. Awesome, awesome. Concussion grenades, tasers, sandbag, guns. Non-lethal guns, sure. Alright, um... Oh, by the way, um, Zero, I, I forgot to mention this, but uh, your, your systems can definitely tell that taser that he had was illegally, uh, definitely illegally modified um, to put out about 375 milliamps of power, which could potentially kill a human being. Yeah, I mean, it it would have to be to affect zero. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. Well, I have the basis of an idea. I'm trying to decide which direction I want to go with it. Um, One of them is kind of really mean. Uh... Who is the Joker equivalent in this universe? I think we established it was a Jester. Yeah. Yeah, we called him the Jester last time. I want to make a hard light clone of Coyote Man just appear in front of Blue Bandit. Okay, that's going to be Crass versus... And that's going to be Deceive versus... Really? Yeah, because you're trying to, like... You're trying to, like trick him into doing something into like believing something so it would be deceive Aww. Um, versus his empathy and uh fucking guess what 
We've been, well, it's not very empathetic. I don't have any to save. So you, it's whoever gets higher on on uh, straightforward. Well, could I argue can, against? Could I argue? Uh, could I argue for provoke? Nah, provoke I, is an attack action. Provoke is an attack action. So, like, if he's telling some fear gas, I mean, go for it. Yeah, you can do provoke. All right, let's not fuck up because all I have to do is beat a zero. Uh, okay. Yep, yep. You succeed beside. You get two boosts that you can invoke. Four is bigger than zero. Or if it's an attack, then it's the fourth mental stress box. Oh, true. Yes, it is mental. Yep. So I'm going to mark his. The the question is, Felix, are you trying to create an advantage or are you trying to attack him mentally? I'm kind of pissed about you know being you know fear gassed and everything, and yeah, I guess I am attacking him mentally. And now that I think okay. about it, uh, shouldn't there be at least one other person we're trying to find in this room? Or is he stolen the fear gas? Very good chance he's stolen the fear gas. Very good chance he found the jack-o'-lantern, strong-armed him into giving him canisters, and then rigged this place with, like, motion detectors. All right. Keeping an eye out regardless. But yeah, I want to just, like, if he's already freaking out, I want to make him freak out more. Okay. All right, yeah, so I've, I've marked his fourth mental box. And in any case, if we do come across Jack O'Lantern, we just have to raise a fist towards him and it'll crumble. I figure he'll <laughs> start much. firing wildly at Coyote Man instead of just wildly everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he does. Uh, it's So I'm imagining you're not putting it in the path of anybody here. And especially not the computer. Yep. Poltergeist, you're up. Fantastic, I have an idea. Okay. Uh, first of all, I float down towards Zero and I go, Zero, uh, fill me in real quick. Are you magnetic? Yes, extremely. It is how I am able to move. Ah, oh, damn. Okay. Uh, that's not going to work then. I was going this to does mean that I can alter my magnetic field at will. Well, how... <laughs> I was going to... Uh, try and rig the electric, the electronic floor into an electromagnet. That might destroy the computer. Oh, fuck, you're right. Just fucking blink all its hard drives. Hmm, yeah. If he were prone against the electric floor, then it, his shielding on, the shielding in his shoes would not, would not significantly assist him. You know, there's probably some other automated defenses in this place other than electric floor. Yes, there is. Um, I, I'm going to give you that for free because Sparrow would have told me about it. Yeah. Some of them are currently being flung through the air, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. Since he's distracted, I'm going to uh, go to the computer and see if I can hack my way into activating some of the external defenses. All right. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and... Uh, what am I swear I keep forgetting. Burglary. Burglary, yeah, go ahead. Burglary, and burglary is the stat for getting into things you're not supposed to get into. Uh, it's pretty tough because it's, uh, because it is biometric. Actually, mm. it's already been activated. Oh, uh, true. Uh, it's, it's going to be probably going to be tough to, uh, to get into because the computer's kind of been fucked up a little bit. So it's, uh, the difficulty is going to be, we'll say five. I can maybe make that. Mm, do 
I want to spend my last face point on this? Yeah, why not? Okay. And hey, for once I get to invoke a different aspect. I know how to fix that, and I will. That's my trouble. Alright. <laughs> I'm good at I'm good at fixing things. Alright. So yeah, uh, the automated th- uh, defenses will activate, and I will have them move uh, between your and Switch's turn. So, hold on. They're just gonna have I don't really care turn. when it happens, as long as it's before uh, Blue Bandit's turn. Yeah, it's gonna be before Blue Bandit's turn. It's gonna be after you, but before Switch. They're, they're just gonna have a plus three to shoot. Activating them isn't the hard part. Mostly it's just getting, it's just putting, fucking with the uh, friend or foe systems so everyone other than Sparrow doesn't get shot. Right. With rubber bullets. Alright, so the automated systems are going to go. Uh, they get a plus three to shoot. Okay, and he Woof. gets to roll athletics to defend. I would he- argue, Colin. That, and it might not make a difference, and in fact, it might make it worse. Since he is under the fear gas, he wouldn't be able to, like, see this coming, to know that it's there, to dodge it, and so he should be rolling physique to Okay, then that's a four. It. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like his you, physique you is better than his athletics? His, yeah, his physique is better than his athletics. His physique is six. Yep. Hmm. All right. Switch, you're up. Uh, okay, so his physique you, is six, huh? Yeah, you definitely know he is starting to come out of it because he's acting a bit more coherently. Okay, so here's the thing. I know his physique is six, but I think I can get some good shit here. He's still firing wildly at the Phantom Coyote Man, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to guess his gun is pretty high caliber. Yes. Cool. Can I, like, potentially get him to shoot his own legs out from underneath him? I mean, you can try, yeah. I'd like to. All right. Uh, so what am I doing here? Do I have to roll shoot versus his... Do I have to roll his shoot versus his physique? <laughs> have me roll swap at a set difficulty to see if I can make this happen at all, to see if I can snatch the bullets out and hit him. And if I do it, then make that, like, personally combative roll. Okay. Uh, swap? This is gonna be, this is gonna be hard. This is definitely gonna be hard. I'm gonna say swap difficulty, like, seven. Hmm. Motherfucker, you've made it. You got it. So <laughs> he has to, he has to roll physique against his own shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I am going to spend... Again, if it's if it's all right with Penny, I'd like to spend the other ch- uh, free charge on could be anywhere to properly succeed. Yeah, sure, go for it. All right. Doesn't know does this no good if it's not spent. Yeah, I presume that a proper success rather than a tie will like give a bonus to the shoot roll. Sure. Sure. We'll say we'll we'll say it's we'll. He rolls at a plus nine. I'm going to roll at a plus seven. We'll just add two. Okay, so he rolled a seven for his shoot. And he's going to roll physique. So that's a four. That's it's his third physical box, which has still has not been marked. 
And then it's uh, Sparrow's turn, and Sparrow is going to try and fucking sucker punch him again while he just finished shooting himself. I don't think you bandit can fit. Yep, so this time, um, like, Sparrow tries coming in, and, uh, and Blue Bandit just, like, smooth as liquid, just, like, steps to the side, grabs him by the arm, like, smacks him up the back of his head, and, like, pushes him away. Zero, you're up. Colin, real quick, can we get a rundown on, uh, what BB's trackers are? His, he has... The first three of his four physical stress, bo- uh, stress boxes marked, and his fourth out of four uh, mental one marked, but the first three are still open. I need two pieces of information. Okay. Number one, what is the surface of the platform like? Is it one single piece? Are there seams? Are there holes? There are seams and holes, uh, but it looks mostly decorative um, in nature. It definitely could have been built as one seamless piece, but uh, Coyote Man seems to think this was more aesthetically pleasing to him. Okay. Second, where on the platform exactly is Blue Bandit located? Pretty much near the middle at this point because what I would like to do is come up through the seams and holes and while the blue bandit is distracted cement his shoes to the surface of the platform so that either he cannot move or he has to remove his boots in order to move okay um go ahead and that sounds like you're trying to use fight to create an advantage I'm not fighting him. Then what are you going to use to create an advantage? Physique? I was thinking engineering, because okay. I am altering substances. Okay, yeah, that, like, that makes sense to me. Like, I am not gripping his shoes. I am cementing his shoes. All right, yeah, so go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll it. So he's going to roll athletics, because, like, even in the fear thing, um, he like this is coming through as something that would uh, he would be seeing in his fear effect, so he would be able to... Uh, react to it, so I'm going to roll athletics for him. Alright, uh, he basically steps out of the way and like leaps over to an area that's like relatively safe from you. I would actually like to spend my last fate point on this one. Okay. He's going to spend my... I'm going to spend my last fate, fate point on this one. And because no one else spent it, I'm going to also use my non-lethal weapons boost. That When he jumps... A flashbang goes off in that location, causing him, forcing him through a knee-jerk response to go back. I mean, his helmet would be able to, like, counter that technically, but uh, you're using the boost in a way. You're, you're using the boost how it's intended, so, like... Some way that does work. Yeah, some way Something that does that work. that does work happens. Yes. I mean, just because he's not blinded or stunned by the sound doesn't mean that he's not going to respond to loud noise. True. Alright, so his feet are cemented. He is going to... His shoes. Yep, he's going to roll... Well, the gas is going to roll plus one, and he's... I'm not even going to bother rolling, because he would succeed automatically. Like, there's no possible way for him to fail getting away from the gas. And he looks down at you... Well, actually, no, that happens at the end of his turn, so uh, it's Sundog's turn. Okay. Hmm... So he insulated himself from 
from electricity. Mm-hmm. His helmet suppresses like flashbangs and such. And protects him from cosmic power. But just the helmet. This isn't a spoiler or anything. There's no way he found enough Venterium to make an entire fucking suit out of that. He's not like Calvert, so the rest of his body's up for fair game. Okay. Um, well, if the rest of his body can be affected by cosmic powers, then I want to just kind of like bind him with some hard light uh, shackles or chain something. Okay, yeah. Uh, go for it. Uh, he's going to roll... What would he get... What would he use to defend against this? Probably athletics. Yeah, athletics. And I'm going to give him a minus two because he's currently, like, cemented down. So, okay. um... So go ahead and you roll crafts, and he's going to roll athletics at a minus two, which would only make it a plus three. Alright, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, you have chained him down. So, yeah, so I'm just creating... Was it not an advantage, but, like, a boost, or... Yeah, you create an advantage. That's you are creating in an aspect. All right, all right. That sounds so. Yeah, like hard light chains just like kind of appear around his wrist, and he's no, he's like finding it difficult to move. Poltergeist, you're up. I'm chaining him to like this railing stuff here. Okay. I'm not really a fighter, so I'm going to try and create another. Let's fucking treat this like the cerebrectomy fight. Let's just make a million advantages so we can stack them on top of each other when someone goes in for a hit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going to basically create a localized field of heavy gravity around Blue Bandit to try and just, like, force him to the ground as much as possible. If he's cemented in place, then he'd basically have to go on his hands or something like that. Or okay. drop his guns, I don't know. Alright, he's going to roll physique against, I guess, your craft to well, defend against Well, that's probably not going to go very well, but uh, I'll try it anyway. Question for Sundog. Did you chain his hands in front of him or behind him? I got oh, it. behind him. Way harder to get out of that way. Okay. You're in with a shot. Oh, I didn't get it. No, because aren't you out of fate points? I am out of fate points. All right. Yep. So, uh, so you activate the uh, the gravity field, but it's just not strong enough. And this guy has like been hella trained to do uh, to to fight. Trained at a hundred times gravity. <laughs> so uh, he's pretty tough to put down. So. Oh no! My favorite trick. It didn't work. Automated systems. Uh, they they're just automated. They. Just do whatever they want to do. Uh, so they roll a three. He's going to bug it out because he has to. He can't flip around. Yeah, he definitely succeeds with style on that. Um, the turns out like his his leather jacket is enough to defend against uh, non-lethal stuff. Switch, you're up. Uh, you know what? I just said let's treat this like the cerebrectomy fight. How about we treat this like the cerebrectomy fight? Swap off that jacket. I would like to swap my physique with his. <laughs> okay, he gets to roll will to resist this, right? Yep. Okay. Roll swap. He's rolling will. Ooh, I rolled a two. He rolled a nine. Um. Damn. Let me, let me, let me think about the odds of me beating that here. 
I mean, it's the eight opposite rolls here. I have one fate point left, and that's a minus three, so it would be appropriate to re-roll that. And I also have uh, a total of plus four in created advantages that I could invoke. So, so long as I, on the re-roll, got a plus one on the dice, I could win. I feel like those are odds worth taking. So I'm going to spend my last fate point for a re-roll. Come on. Mm. Nope. No, that would put me at an eight. Shit. So you try swapping his uh, physique with yours, and he goes, and he goes, <laughs> oh, what did you just try and do to me, Switch? Oh, my associate's going to love hearing that something that you can do. Oh, you're not getting out if you're alive, buddy. <laughs> How much you want to bet? Everything. Sparrow is up. Uh, Sparrow is going to try and punch again. This probably is not going to end well for Sparrow. Actually, you know what? No, Sparrow's going to try and use athletics to like get an advantage by like leaping up on the uh, equipment there and then like doing a dive kick on him. So let's let's do it that way instead. He's he's actually got pretty good athletics. I've been saying five this entire time. There's no more fake points for me to spend, so he doesn't get the advantage. Um, so it's just going to be a normal fight. Two, I don't... Yeah, he, he can't fail. Like, there's there's no way that uh, that Bandit can... Actually, wait, no. He can... T- uh, Sparrow could tie, because he had... Because uh, Bandit has to roll with athletic, or physique, and his physique is only plus six. In theory, if he rolls four minuses... Nope. Uh, so he just gets kicked in the face and goes, goes <laughs> uh, what kind of what kind of sparrows are they training these days? Zero, you're up. I would like to use magic to create illusory doubles and triples of everyone. Okay. Because his notice is crap. Yes, his notice is crap. So let's. Well, you have to be in a minus one. Done. Okay. Yeah, you get uh, two free boosts. Two or free. Two free. Yep, two free boosts because you uh, succeeded with style. Yep. All right. He looks around and uh, he looks... Okay, I think they've had enough time. Hey, Switch. Want to know something fun? I am getting out of here alive. And all of a sudden, Xerox just pops out of nowhere, uh, grabs a blue, ba- uh, blue bandit by the shoulder, and and says, thanks for the escape route, and just bips out. I feel like there need to be some roles involved here. No, that's Blue Bandit conceding. That's the, like, the, the the way conceding works is that they just stop fighting. And this, Blue Bandit that is the... has Venturium. Shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... All right, so Xerox is going to have to see, have to take off his helmet, essentially. So uh, they yeah, have to like, work on that real, like, light. Blue Bandit that. disappears, but the helmet and the boots remain behind. Why would the um, boots remain behind? They are fused to the floor. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. It, they are when you are manipulating 
things at the molecular level. Okay. Hold on. Well, no, I think no, that's going to be up to the, switch, the, actually. No, no, like no, like the way the way we've established that Venterium works, like uh, Xerox is going to have to roll something to get the helmet off, like lickety split. So, uh, switch. Go ahead and roll. Like, what are you going to do? What, like, how are you attacking? Uh, um. Hmm. Okay. Everybody, get in here. Help me out. How am I doing this? Uh, I don't think you have enough time to, like, stop them if they want to. <sighs> so he, here's the only thing. Like, my first thought is the only way that I'm getting out of this is if I kill Blue Bandit right now. Hmm. Which I'm willing to do. I'm a supervillain. I'm good to do that kind of shit. Yeah, I'm not super thrilled on the killing a retreating foe thing. Um, I also understand you not wanting to leave. Let, let uh, old blue leave alive. Like, I get your reasonings on that. I still don't feel good. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you kill him, but... I mean... Like, my first reaction is... Just like to get a tracker on Xerox. I will say that killing him in terms of game mechanics would require getting a uh, differential of 11 or better. Because that would overwhelm both the best possible physical stress box he's got, which is a 4 and is still open, along with the severe consequence. And well, not even then, because you can fill up multiple consequences from one action. And severe consequence, dead. No, that would have to be, like, that would have to be beyond severe consequence. There is yeah. such a thing as extreme consequence, which you there can... There is. But that, that like, player high-key fucks you up. I mean, look, people get better from being dead all the time. Except when they don't. Yeah, like, in terms of mechanics, in terms of this moment, I don't think we've got enough of an advantage over Blue Bandit to strike him down in this instant that we have to get him before he gets away. Just make... Just use your radioactive tracker ball. At least that way you can hunt it down. You can hunt both of them down, probably. So let's, like, put everything on the table. So... Xerox is attempting to teleport Blue Mask out, and they can't because of the Blue Mask. Well, they can, but Xerox would take some... would have some no, issues. No, 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 like, it would actually put a hard stop to it, honestly. The Xerox is not as good at this as I am. So, the mask has to come off, which gives us a slight window. Mm-hmm. I think the best we can hope to do is, one, make it too inconvenient for Xerox to t leave with Blue Mask. If we separate the two of them quickly enough, Xerox might have to just cut and run. So I think that should be our first order of business. Second, if Switch can get a tracker onto Xerox, that's a major win for us. So, Colin is really only going to give me one roll here, I'm going to guess. Yep. yep. And that's two actions, so I can either make this 
too inconvenient for Xerox. I mean, there's like doing. the rest of us are also here, and if you, you know, unless Colin, like will you we allow are... other people to take actions, like will you let Sundog throw a hard light shield between Xerox's hands and BB's helmet? Because right now, all I, all I was doing is maintaining as I was holding Blue Mask down with those chains. So I'm not really doing anything at the moment. So I can react to something. I'm thinking here. Hold on. I will allow help actions, but uh, there's still only going to be one roll involved. So you can add you can add pluses to things, but uh, that's about it. Well, the problem is that my role is going to be swap, and nobody has that skill. So we could each get one last chance to create an advantage. I mean, I'm down for that if Colin's down for that. Yeah, I'm down for that. God, there's something I really want to do, but I don't think, but I don't think Colin would let me. This this is technically going against the rules of the game, but also, uh, yeah, this is this is way cooler than going with the rules of the game. So fuck the rules of the game, actually. I think what's happened is like Xerox knows that Switch can teleport Hellmetal, but doesn't know how, and just assumed they could I, do it. Well, there's no way they would know that. That is not a thing I've publicized at all. Like, who have I told? I've told <laughs> no one. Pressure and Calvert. Is it possible that uh, Blue Bandit just didn't tell Xerox this pertinent fact because neither of them really trust each other? You're like, maybe Blue bom- blue Bomber just, like, straight up didn't know it was going to be a problem. Didn't expect to have to retreat. And miscommunication on the part of two enemies makes sense. So, so I, I think we've got, I think we've got our course of action established here. All three of you create advantages however you want, and then I will apply everything into one good swap roll. All right. Worse for me, but it's ultimately down to Colin. That's what Colin has said we're doing. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Alright, so like how does this actually play in like they try to swap, they try to they try to teleport out and it doesn't work and there's No. What's what's going to happen is that uh it's it's technically what uh what Bobbin said is wrong because uh Xerox does know it's Venterium. I just forgot it was fucking Venterium for a second there, so that's that's on me. Um so essentially you guys are getting the reaction as soon as Xerox appears. Like this is a knee-jerk reaction, like, oh shit, Xerox is here and taking the the bad guy that we're trying to defeat away. Uh no. Right, so well, my immediate and first reaction that I could do quickly was to just, like, hard light box around Xerox. Could I suggest Blue Bandit instead so I can see? I... So, uh, you could be making it opaque. Or uh, transparent, I guess. Yeah, I. my logic is that I would be, like... The logic that I would have to use to encase Blue Bandit instead is that... I know that he has to get this mask off, and I don't know that the mask is a problem. Like, in character, I don't have that knowledge. I would go for Xerox first thing. All right, go for it. Well, that's a seven. That's a seven. Uh, they get to counter roll. Uh, you're, you're, the, the way this is working is that uh, Xerox is going to be tapping into your 
crafting skill and trying to counter that. Uh, your your thing is a four, correct? Yes. Craft is four. Okay, they cannot copy it at a skill at a rate higher than yours, so they have to roll it at four. They can't. I can't make it a five. Okay. Well, that's a success. On my end, folks at home, zero for the two. I mean, it's a success with style. But yeah, but you only get to invoke each aspect once per uh, thing, I think. You can't, like... Is that true? That might be true. I'm not sure. Colin is correct. Okay. I cannot double invoke so, like so, that. So it doesn't matter if it's a success with style, unfortunately. Um, but it is a success. It is a success. So that is one plus two. All right. Who um, who else is going to try and help? How are, how are you helping? I know how I'll help. How are you going to help? With this gun. <laughs> I put the most like I magnify the gravity as much as I can around Blue Bandit's helmet because I know in in character I know that's made of interior. Okay. I'm trying to make it impossible for I for them to take it off. Okay. Uh go ahead and roll craft uh Blue Bandit is kind of... Blue Bandit knows your tricks, so I'm going to roll athletics so, so that way he can, like, move his head so that way it... Uh, I, I think that... Would that work? Yeah, I'm, well, yeah I'll in I'm theory, that would work. Yep. I'm rolling athletics. What the fuck, man? Beat a four. You can... I met a four. We have three aspects advantages that we've created on blue bandit just win with that spend one uh let me look at the aspects in play room stuck to the ground chained down shadow clones uh and the clones have got two invokes on them yeah shadow clones i don't um no 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 i i couldn't think of how i would even do shadow clones he doesn't know where the effect is coming from mm. fair Okay. Is that okay with you, Colin? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and how is Zero helping? Since we're talking about knee-jerk reactions and immediate decisions, what I would do is actually send a bead of myself up onto Xerox's foot and just have it flatten out and take on the shape and texture of their boot. Okay. To what end? Tracking. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead and roll stealth. They are going to roll notice. Good for me. Not, not as good as you would hope, unless you have a fate point, or t- unless you have two fate points in there that uh, that you want to spend. Uh, would I be able to invoke the um, illusions? Yes. Since that, yes. Since that is sort of an area effect. Yep. Yeah, the Shadow Clones would affect Xerox in addition to Blue Bandit. Yep. That is fair. Alright. And yeah, this is not creating an advantage or any such thing. So, uh, it's, it's a just t- a tie. It's still um, a tie, so. So, uh, God. I don't, I don't want to backtrack here, but, um, Bobbin, if I win at my roll, I am not going to put Xerox in a place where it's like useful for you to have tracking theoretically. Yeah, I'm just trying not to metagame though, because 
I have no idea what you're going to do. That's game. fair. That's fair. All right. So that's uh, two advantages that you guys have created in one method of tracking. Yep. Uh, hey, does fucking Sparrow want to do a thing? He is right there. He is right there. Uh, let me take a look at what Sparrow can do, what Sparrow's stats are. Um, Flashbang. Flashbang would require crafts, which he does not have. Sparrowbang. But he will try and throw a flashbang down there, sure. Uh, like he, His crafts are his crap. He's not good with the gadgets, but... Uh, okay, he gets a two. Xerox cannot... No, nope! Xerox can fail. Okay, so let me roll that. If, if Xerox rolls like crap, then Xerox can fail. Uh, <laughs> they, not crap enough. Not crap enough, no. Uh, they they look away at the exact right moment. Colin. Just, hmm. This whole fucking time, Sparrow has had an aspect of poltergeist gravity damper. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll invoke that. So that, uh, so yeah, that there's a third advantage for you guys. So let me see here. So Xerox is currently playing with boxed up, pinned down, and flashbanged. Okay. <sighs> okay, so and with all of these... Wait a minute. I feel that it's only fair that since you guys are all getting knee-jerk reactions to help each to help each other, that Blue Bandit gets a knee-jerk reaction to help Xerox out to help to get him out of here to okay. try and create advantage. So that's perfectly fair. So Blue Bandit is going to bend his head down so that way uh, Xerox can access the the bit that uh, they can unlatch. So he's going to basically just be rolling physique. Who wants to do a defend against that? I would like to argue that this should be a... Well, actually, let me ask. No. He's on a timer to get this done. This should be a passive roll. Okay. He has to move faster than we do. Set a difficulty. How about this? You set a difficulty for me, because if I set a difficulty, I I don't want to set a difficulty knowing the numbers that I know. I'll have to ask everybody, because I, I'm i not a DM. I don't know how to Fair. DM fate. Fair enough. Five, one for each of us. It's got a good chance of success, but a possibility of failure. That seems fair to me. Okay. That sounds about right. Sure. All right, so he will maybe roll. like a plus one just because like he, there has to be some challenge in the first place. So he gets a boost. Now here's the thing: if I am remembering correctly, and I do believe that I am, invoking aspects, spend a fate point or free invoke. Choose one. Roll plus two to your skill roll. Nah. Reroll your dice. Nah. Teamwork. Plus two to another character's roll versus relevant passive opposition. Nah. Obstacle. Plus two to the passive opposition. Well, that's why you were angling for that. Yeah. Um, I have Blue Bandit is stuck to the ground and chained down. He cannot move how he wants. I'm going to add four to the difficulty that you created. So he actually had to have beaten a nine. Okay, yeah, there you go. So he does. So Xerox does not get a, an advantage to uh, to take this uh, 
mask off as fast as they want. So with all that done, <laughs> Xerox is going to roll athletics to try and get this thing off as fast as possible. And I am going to roll swap to, um, and I'll just tell you in advance what I'm angling for here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to fire Xerox three miles due east. Okay. Out to the Atlantic. Oh. That's a tie. However, Jesus yep. Christ. A tie at eight, no less. That's a tie at eight. However, I have plus six worth of invokes in my pocket. Dunk on, idiot. All right, yeah, so Xerox is uh, three miles due east. Hope one of the powers you stole can help you swim, fucker. And there is the super. There is the super speed. Yeah. I oh, know. Yeah, there's there is the super speed. <laughs> Holy right. shit! So, I am I am shaking right now. All right. So Blue Bandit, uh, that was Xerox's turn. Yep. Blue Bandit is going to try and break out of these fucking chains, uh, just by pure strength. So, uh, physique versus Sundog's craft. So, Sundog, go ahead and roll craft for me. Uh, that's seven. Hang. All right. Well, he. Do you have a fate point left, Sundog? Nope, I spent them all. He breaks out of the. He breaks the. Uh, Camp. Those hard like chains and reaches into his jacket, throws down a flashbang. And then before anybody can react, throws down a um throws down a smoke uh smoke grenade as well. And by the time your the smoke uh, the smoke grenade clears out, and by the time the flashbang wears off, he is gone. That is how he is conceding. But his boots remain. His boots do remain. It's to keep his life, but we get the information that we came here for. Exactly. The computer's not so busted up that you, uh, Sparrow can't get get on there. And Sparrow, as he's going over there, he's muttering to himself, just a guy with a gun, just a guy with a gun. His opening move was to send us all into fear. It was to use fucking jack-o'-lantern's fear toxin. Okay, that's his opening move. Sparrow, I know you're having a moment right now. We won. Yeah, barely. Double one. You didn't get shot. I did, actually. Shut up! (laughs) You don't count, you've what? You've got like some sort of regeneration or something dumb like that, right? Nobody here took any damage worth a damn. He had to run with his tail between his legs. He left his boots, so he's going to have cold feet, too. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If he teamed up with Xerox, why wasn't Xerox here the entire time fighting? Why would they not back each other up? Where the hell was Xerox the entire time? Well, not getting the arm because they would have led with that. You don't need to know what that means. Just 
get the information we need. He goes back to work at the computer and goes, There's, there's something wrong here. There's something, why wouldn't Xerox just... You said that they were just powered up so much. Why wouldn't they? And then, like, it occurs to him and goes, Somebody go check the vault. Somebody go into the vault and check it right now. Tell me if anything's missing. I don't know where that is. Over there, that way. Just go to go there. Just do it. I will go. I will be able to provide a video record, and you will be able to check to see what is missing. I'll just take my mask and shove it on Sparrow's face so they can work while evaluating the state of the vault. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll for this because it would not be narratively interesting for you to not notice it. Uh, you eventually find a small container labeled um, AX42. It's very small. It's like the size of a um, it's like the size of like a one of those gift card holders, but like a little thicker. Okay. Sparrow sees this canister. Is it like on the floor or something? It's just like pulled out and open and there's nothing inside. He goes, AX42. And like, he really quickly like looks through the reference. Oh no, Axe body spray. (laughs) Oh no, they stole Elon Musk's baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he brings it up and he's like, AX42 was a Venterium bullet. Huh. Okay, noted. Why the hell would they need a Venturian bullet? Uh, question. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What would a Venturian bullet do that a normal bullet can't? Uh, that would kill Gary. Yep. That's about what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Well, you know, it might not be for killing Gary, though. It's the only- he's the only one that that would matter for. I mean, I, I guess it would also technically matter for me because I can swap bullets. I've trained myself to do that, so I couldn't interfere with that bullet. But Gary in particular, I mean, that would get I, through his bullshit. Theoretically, like any kind of bulletproof super would work on, right? Right, but we don't Is have one of those. list still bulletproof? No. I took that from him. However, I imagine that the uh, Coyote Man created the Venturium bullets just in case it would be needed against the capitalist. I mean, one of yeah. Them where was his ass? Uh, in a different city. In a different city. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there five years ago. God, what is he doing? Is he on his fucking honeymoon or something? Also, Captain Capital is still faster than bullets. Like literally faster than the speeding bullet. I'm still going to bank on this being meant for Gary so that uh, he can't, like, be the one thing that actively resists them if they do get a hold of the arm. Seems like it would be a waste for Cap. There are two Garys, though. Yeah. There are a number of previous generations who use it, for which a Venturium bullet would be deadly. However, I imagine that Xerox has obtained it for use against Gary. Yeah. What does she have against Gary? She, she, they want Gary's power. 
And they wouldn't want Gary to... No, because if Gary... we, Colin, want to confirm, we know this. If the original super dies, um, chunks of them lose the power, right? Correct. I was just about to have you guys roll uh, lore to realize that. But you did it on your own. Yeah, so, like, if we put, you know... Here's me being a little bit of a sociopath here. If we put a bullet in Disjoin's head, then the whole copy power would stop being an issue, right? Correct. Okay. So the question is, who's she trying to kill? I mean, it might. You, it could be Captain Capital. I think that's a waste. There's another possibility. And when you all turn around, there's fucking Coyote Man. Hi. Where the you're... fuck were you? You're several minutes late, you colossal piece of shit. Did I observe him coming in? No. Because I, I still got the observation beads everywhere. <laughs> oh, no, no, he's, he, he fucking rolled stealth, dude. He has uh, one power, he has, and it's one. to enter dramatically. Yeah, no matter on, what. Don't, don't, don't. No other superpowers but that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, great question. Hmm. I know Dafe's a wizard. Is he also cosmically powered? Yes. There's another possibility. They're not using that bullet to kill anyone. I'm just making go on gestures with my hands. Megalad's abilities allow, don't allow him for him to be hurt by conventional means, correct? Correct. This would include whatever Xerox is using to cut pieces off of superheroes to absorb their powers. Oh, you think they're just going to, like, shoot one of his fingers off? No. I'm and that's how they're going to avoid carrying the whole arm around? Perhaps, or perhaps they're going to smelt it down into into something a little a more... A knife. Okay. Sorry, I'm interrupting you because I'm, like, thinking exactly as fast as you are now that you've said it. Yeah. No, it's fine. Okay. Why not just take Blue Bandit's helmet, then? Blue Bandit would not allow them. And at this point, Sparrow turns around, walks straight up to Coyote Man. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. And gonna punch him right in the face. He's like, where the hell have you been for the last month? Bermuda. Honeymoon? (laughs) Coyote Man just, like, sort of rubs his jaw and he's like, doesn't even, he's like, he allowed it to happen. Like, there's no way that uh, Sparrow would have been able to, like, punch Coyote Man like that. So, like, there's, he definitely let it happen. And he said, trying to figure out a way to defeat Blue Bandit. Because <sighs> eight years ago, I was one of, I was the previous Coyote Man's sidekick. And so was the Blue Bandit. And in fact, I was not even Sparrow. Blue Bandit was. I was a sidekick known as Blue Jay. And it had been tradition up until that point for the Sparrow to take over the mantle as Coyote Man. However, the previous Coyote Man thought that that Sparrow's disposition was wrong for what he wanted the next Coyote Man to accomplish for the city. Well, clearly he was right. 
So he gave the title to me instead. Didn't the previous coyote man try to nuke uh, a city? That, that was the one before that. Okay. Sparrow quit on the spot, left. We hadn't heard from him for years. The problem with this is he's better than me. He's better at fighting. He's better at shooting. He's better at stealth. Better at being on time. Not better at dramatic exits. That didn't go so well. Point being, I can't beat him traditionally. So I've been trying to think of ways to beat him non-traditionally, and he is one step ahead of me every time. Have it's you considered just asking for help? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm done, I'm done. No more comments. What do you think I'm here for? Cool. Okay, so we'll, um, we'll have to do an exchange here. I, I feel like our thing has to come first because we're like, our shit affects the entire planet. Like the entire human race dies if we fail. So you help us get into that. There's a DHA black site in this city. It has Megalad's severed arm in it. We need to recover it and return it to the old one. And then we need to take down Xerox. If in the course of accomplishing that Blue Bandit doesn't go down as well, we'll turn around and help you deal with that. But it's in that order. Agreed. But here's the thing. You do not kill the Blue Bandit. At all. Hard stop. He is like a brother to me. He's always been like a brother to me. And so I will absolutely not allow anyone to kill him. Broken bones? Policy on broken bones? I would prefer them to not be broken. I'm a little... I'm not as violent as the previous Coyote Men, where I try to not break the bones of people who are so desperate that they try to turn to crime. Just want to know where our boundaries are. Well, in this case, the Blue Bandit is not tur- has not turned to crime out of desperation. No, he's bound and determined to just ruin my legacy, that's all. <sighs> I can't believe we're dealing with somebody that's upset that Senpai didn't notice them. Boo! Boo to that! Okay, I'm the only one on this team that is basically ever okay with killing anybody, and I'll agree to your conditions so long as we can get on this shit. Very well. Let's go. I mean, I'm at best ambivalent about killing I motion at the computer. We came here to find out which black side is the one we need to get into. Yep. Coyote Man will go over to to the computer and type it in, and yep, you you find it. It's um, it's located underground, and like the entrance is fairly innocuous. It's it's a shoe store, like it's fronted as a shoe store. Okay. <sighs> Let's take a nap, lick our wounds, and get to it. One last question, though, for Coyote Man. Yes. How come your sidekick's not named Roadrunner? Mm. I got shot today, okay? 
I get Warner Brothers cease and desist order. Are we good to call the session here? Yeah, we're good to call the session here. Uh, this was a big fight, so I'm willing to... I know we just did one, but uh, I'm willing to call it for another... Um, significant. Sig another significant milestone for y'all, because that was, that was a big fight. Definitely the biggest one we've had since uh, going to this new uh, system. E. All right, I'm bumping up con uh, notice to four. Bumping up engineering to four. I don't know which of these three I want to bump up to four. Well, keep in mind, you can always change your mind later. Um, I think for right now, it's, like, it's actually going to be Will. I'm bumping Will up to four. Okay. Fight at four. I am for fight. All right. Do fight, yeah. Do fight, yeah. Do fight, yeah. Do combo. All right. Uh, I think that's everyone who went. All right. So does, uh, does Megalite get a, the milestone even though he's not here? Yes, he will. I'll let uh, Namtab know when he, we tell him all like about it. it. Yeah, he's like that. We tell him about the cool fight we did, and he gets stronger. That sounds <laughs> pretty cool. So that was a big one, uh, everybody. Thank you for. Thank you for listening. Thank you, players, for playing. Uh, next time, they break into a government facility. Hey! Black site, nice. <sighs> Good night, folks at home. Good night. You know, a shoe store is the perfect place to hide a bunch of jackbooted thugs. <laughs> either, either that's all, folks. 